Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Praise the eternal glory. Glory, glory, the spirit of Dr. Khaled and Blue Muhammad. Praise the Aryan Tubman. Glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirits of the family land. Abusive 48. Like Paul, my who tap. What it do, what it do, what it do. Should brother born. Coming through. Feet on the ground radio. Let me show you that. Um, I'm going to look for more. I'm going to put my headphones real quick. I'm doing this. I'm going to stand by my phone real fast. Hopefully, I don't be, you know, too choppy. I'm a black power book on the same tank Thursday. You know, we got a session today, Big Tank Thursday. We're doing a review. We worked up a nation. Movie written by Nate Parker. Uh, Oh, a so-called black man. Put a movie out, you know. Uh, some people may be familiar with the title, Birth of a Nation. Oh, give me one moment, one moment. Let me get this thing right, right quick. See who out there in my audience. Right power to the audience. Give audience to the family out there. Black power, BB for Holy A King. Black power to the family. Black power. Uh, who's going on tonight, sister? How are you? I'm Blacktastic King, and yourself? Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm looking for my... I'm trying to find my headphones and shit. You're on the mic topic. Great topic, by the way. You think it's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I, I see a need for this topic. I wanna, I wanna do so. I wanna, I want before we really get into the discussion of the movie. I wanna play a clip of of Nick Parker talking with TV Snakes. I mean Jake. Talking to Jake's, and um, you know, so I want to play that. It's a little fifteen-minute clip, you know, so we can get, you know, we can gauge his mind. Understand? See where his head is at. Ashay. 
I think that would be the first thing to do is to gauge his head. Is that where his mind is at? I wish I had um, went back to the hangout. I had saw how you had said there was a show tonight, but I didn't go back and check and have time because I would have tried to catch that. Say, you know? Uh, yeah, I talked about it already. Um, Saturday, my sister King and brother uh, Tenter, they was going on. Yeah, they definitely so they was going, Yeah, so they was going to go see it. And so, you know, my people was like, yo, come on. So some of the people from the dope that went down to go see. So I, I can't go to the, the 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 movie joint to see it. Nothing against those that do. I got no problem with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with my little stick and watching the shit at home. Now I know I got to get that shit back because I, I like the comforts of my home while I'm Watching. Yeah, that's how, you know, my people's got it, so that's how I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah, I want to check it out on the stick in the comfort of my home. But, um, you know, we made it, we made it happen, though. Mm. Well, you know, the Queen has spoke on it, too, you know. I hope her and Brother Tim called in tonight that, you know, go in yeah. on it. Because I know they both definitely seen it. Yeah, and when we was on the show. Yeah, they had spoke on it. But you know, this nigga with T.D. Snakes, as you said, rightfully. And he went on, you know, his wife is a... Of motherfucking cracker beast bitch, and it's like, come on now. And I don't know if you knew this, I just found this shit out that you know, um, TD Snakes was the homo pedophile. Uh, well, I don't know if they were children, but they was teenagers, I think. Yeah, no doubt, still, you know, children in that level. Uh, the uh, was the Bishop Eddie Long? He was his mentor. Black Power. Black Power. All right, all right. I'm back. My damn line just dropped for some fucking reason. Oh, so, so King, did you hear that? That you know the um homo, uh, undercover homo preacher, uh, bishop. The fad that was a molesting them boys in the church. Well, Eddie, yeah, Eddie Wong. Uh, T.D. Jakes was his mentor. Yeah, 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 I know. Well, I didn't know that. I just found that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's his mentor. Because, you know, I'm watching him, but I'm just like, hmm, talking about T.D. Snakes. Yeah, and that, that video. That film he did that disturbed me. Well, you know where see. he glorified the pedophile? Then, hold on. That sick-ass movie he put out? That church Who? people watch? T.D. Snakes. Oh, I, I didn't see that movie. Oh, he put out a sick movie, Brother Boy. It's crazy. No, I didn't see that. 
I didn't see that one. Um, let me see. Let me look at my watch history. All right, let's move it. Choppy to me, it do. Yeah, all right, so that's going to sound like that because of the connection. Okay. Yeah, because it's a digital connection and not an analog. Like, I normally use my analog phone. I don't okay. use a digital phone for this show. I use my analog house phone. And the analog phone picks up the computer and everything plainly with no problem. But this digital phone, the digital signal, it chop up shit like that. No doubt. If you give it a little volume, it should it should still be smooth. It should still flow smooth enough for the family to be able to, you know, I mean, pick everything up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
to raising more than $10 million to bring you and I together, in part because my first guest, Nate Parker, is the force behind Birth of a Nation, the much-anticipated show appropriation of the 1915 D.W. Griffith racist propaganda film of the same title. Parker wrote, directed, and stars in the film, in addition to raising more than $10 million to bring it to the big screen. The Birth of a Oh, how it sound now? That's beautiful. From my perspective, it sounds beautiful. I say. Uh, I say. I say. Black power to the family. It'll be the 48. Black power, okay. It'll be the 48. Black power, be the 48. Excuse me. I'll rewind it back to the beginning. We're gonna let this we're gonna let this sixteen minute little clip rock, you know, and we're gonna get a little background on the creator allegedly. Well, copyright. The creator of the birth of a nation. Get this thing right, but on the right. But for life changing transformational, thought-provoking moment between you and I together, in part because my first guest, Nate Parker, is the force behind Birth of a Nation, the much-anticipated, sharply-pointed reappropriation of the 1915 D.W. Griffith racist propaganda film of the same title. Parker wrote, directed, and stars in the film, in addition to raising more than $10 million to bring it to the big screen. The Birth of a Nation is the Sundance Film Festival by storm, instantly emerging as an Oscar frontrunner and further intensifying the larger conversation about the lack of diversity in Hollywood. The film tells the story of Nat Turner, an enslaved man from Virginia, who used scripture to incite the largest slave rebellion in American history 30 years prior to the Civil War. Heavenly Father, we come to thank you for your word and your will. You listen to him, and you might just make it into heaven. Amen. Submit yourselves to your masters with all respect. the headlines with an intimate conversation about a very important film, which is why we have chosen to have this conversation one-on-one without an audience. Here to talk about his life and his groundbreaking film is the writer, producer, and star of Birth of a Nation, Dave Parker. Thank you for being here. Of course. Glad to have you. My pleasure. First of all, congratulations on the amazing film. You got a chance to see it. It's uh, just so godly. Uh, very, very impressive, very important, and very powerful film. Indeed, tremendous endeavor. 
took you how long to do it? I'm actually in my eighth year. And, uh, it's so surreal. It's like miracle after miracle still. You know, wow. The fact that we're here and that uh, people are, they know about the film. They're talking about the film. It's amazing. What is it about this particular film that made you invest eight years out of your life and effort to you dollars raising money in order to get this message out? Well, you know, I've been in this business geez, since 2003. Now I became an artist. Uh, and I always felt uh, a need to tell stories that uh, reflected me as a way. When I was younger, I grew up uh, North Virginia, about 42 miles east of where Matt Turner uh, and his rebellion happened. And I never learned about him until I was an adult. So he became my, my hero very quickly when I learned about him in college. And when I became a, an artist, I thought, you know, if I could tell any story, um, you know, that ever existed, what story would it be? And because Matt Turner had fresh on my mind, learning about his experience and people that looked like me that fought to contribute to America, uh, it made it an easy uh, choice. So I just started dedicating my time to it. When you look at the first film uh, yeah. that, that was done, it was wrapped in controversy, very, very negative, uh, done in blackface, mm-hmm. done in such a way uh, that the NAACP tried to stop it from being delivered. It was delivered anyway and in some way influenced the Ku Klux Klan. When you look at that background, uh, that doesn't normally seem like the kind of film that a black guy comes up and says, yeah, I, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And yet you, you do it in a different way. How is it different? And why is it different? Well, what I wanted to do is, is take that film and tether it uh, to 2016. Uh, a lot of people don't know not just about the film itself, but the impact it had in America, and it still holds in this country. Uh, D.W. Griffith really um, inspired America to attach themselves to this film, to buy into white supremacy as a form of self-preservation uh, in the face of Reconstruction where people of color were being enfranchised and voting. I mean, we saw two senators from Mississippi, you know, in 18, between 1870 and 1875, you know, more elected officials of color from, you know, the local level all the way to the national level and pretty much into where we are right now. So uh, there was this feeling, you know, in the South, specifically after being just being beaten, that we have to do something or we'll lose America. Uh, so this film became a battle cry for America, not just the hillbilly KKK she wearing, but America, America. Right, right. Uh, and, you know, we saw the numbers go from all but nothing in 1875 to over 4 million in 1915, 1916 when this film was made. So, you know, sometimes you have to put your finger on the trauma to let the world know that it's there. And so I wanted to tether these two together, you know, reclaim that title, repurpose it, so for now and forevermore, when our kids go to, to look at what terrorism looks like and progress looks like, uh, they can look at this film and Nat Turner, uh, and it will, have, it, will, it will overshadow this propaganda film. Okay, you, you have this burning idea, this passion to do this project, uh, but passion without uh, money. <laughs> is irrelevant, okay? Exactly. Yeah, so you have to get this money. Right. $10 million to go on uh, out on a limb behind this dream uh, uh, over this controversial film. How difficult was that to raise? Uh, it was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. Um, because like you said, you have a script that you think is good. Right. Uh, but people have things called models. Right. It's okay, you have a film, great. What is it about? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's about... Uh, um, uh, a slave rebellion. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a period film, yes, okay. And they're checking off, they're, they're scratching through all the reasons why they would say yes. Uh, and then you say, oh, it's, a, it's an African-American lead. Okay, well, who else is in it? You know, who helps him? It's like, well, he kind of does it by faith. He prays, and then it was like, but no, no, who helps him? No, he kind of does it. Was like, okay. 
All right, all right. And that, <laughs> right. You know, and the subject matter is slavery? Okay. How many no's before you got to a yes? Um, it maybe well into the, the, the hundreds, you know. But you kept on going. I did keep on going. I, this was important to you. But it was. I spent my own money. You know, have you talked about that? For almost two years. I stepped away from that. Uh, it was, it was the most difficult thing. Um, but you know, when you feel like you're called to do something, I, I, I assume you know, you know, I'm following you for so much of my life. Um, and I said, you know what, you know, if, you know, God's able if, if this is going to happen, um, I have to commit. And I committed. This film is a price for it, it is more than a job, an opportunity, a career move. Absolutely. I didn't learn about that term about sometimes. Uh, but when I did learn about it, uh, just even my sense of pride in being American church, because I felt like I was finally introduced to people that looked like me that were part of the American narrative. All of a sudden, you start to feel included uh, in the narrative. America in a way that's not uh, embarrassing or shameful. One of the things that fascinates about this film is that it grapples with the complexities of religion, how it was used, how it was delivered, how it affected the development of our society, our culture. You take on religion, race, and politics in in a very uh, powerful way. Let's talk about Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, I grew up in the church, but I didn't understand the church, and I didn't feel like it was uh, introduced to me in a way that I have an uh, relationship with it. Um, it felt, in a sense, like I, when I talk about it now, I felt like I grew up in hospice churches. You had old people just waiting to die. You're going to go to heaven, and they don't really come to know God until they're old, and they have interest in being young. You just don't really understand. Um, but then you get older, and you start to realize that you've know, got this God. You know, people can use it as a tool to do things. It doesn't make God any less God than what he is. And I want to really introduce that into this film because, you know, when people talk about uh, Christ or religion when it comes to, you know, where we are right now, they talk about it in the context of the thousands of men. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, what I'm learning is that just like a hammer can be used to either break something or can be used to drive a nail, the Bible can be used to liberate people or to keep them in bondage. So I want to show, you know, the difference between a Nat Turner Christian and those who hung that turner and skinned that turner and crushed the stuff to grace. You talk about race, religion, and politics in a way, and, and it's really amazing how the characters really own this whole issue, and yet this film is coming out at a time in our country that we are dealing with the, the afterbirth of race, religion, and politics in a very didactic way. Mm-hmm. What do you want this film to say to America right now? Well, uh, you know, when we talk about timing, I wanted to create something that has such clear parallels
then when you go to 2016 and you see what's happening with law enforcement now, I think it makes it a lot easier to, to understand, to contextualize why there's a, a relationship between people of color and law enforcement. The reality is, is something systemic is happening. Right. You know? Right. No moment. I'm back with my special guest, Nate Parker, talking about Birth of a Nation, the very important and groundbreaking film that Nate wrote, directed, produced, and stars in. We've talked a little bit about the film. We've talked uh, a little bit about how the film was made. I want to really hone down a little bit deeper into you. When when I looked at... uh, all of the information about the film, I've tried to get things done. I know what it is to get something done in Hollywood. It is not easy, okay? So you take your film, you take it to the film festival. It's an amazing moment. They are fighting over this film like he just threw cheese in a rat house. You know? <laughs> this is a filmmaker's dream moment, okay? It's like, woo, you're there. Multi-million dollar deal, right. historical financial deal. Mm-hmm. That deal was unprecedented. When you saw that deal, what did, when they offered you that, did you pinch yourself? Did you go in the bathroom and start dancing? What was your reaction in that moment? In that moment, uh, I remember turning off my phone. Uh, there's a you know the, the, the man that you sold films named Grant Taylor. He's remarkable uh, at his job, and he said, uh, you know, we got seventeen half million dollars. How to do, boss? And I said, uh, can I call you later? <laughs> Hung up. Okay. And uh, my wife was right there. And I said, we need to pray, like, right now. And I really, like, tried to get a bear- my bearings. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, well, we have a movie now. Right. We're going to be seen. Because I said, man, if I go, I said, if I go to Sundance, you know, and, and, and it doesn't get distribution, I'll put it on YouTube. Like, I, I feel like this film is important. People need to see it. You, you have a movie. You have a, uh, your budget is met. You have a profit margin. You have a distribution. And you are in the game front and center. And they are already talking about the possibility of Oscar nominations and things like that. Is absolutely, they haven't even, they do it. Right. The thing I try to do is not think about it. You know, like, think of it in terms, you know, Neil Simone says the artist's job is to reflect the times. You know, I made a film to reflect the times. I followed my heart. I was in prayer about it. I tried to get as close as I could to Matt. Um, because at the end of the day, this is more, I, I want this to be more than a movie. I get that. You're humble, but you're happy, too. I'm very happy. You're happy. Eight years of your life, and you got that back, and you, you have not humiliated your investors. Yes. You are yes. happy. And they're yes. happy. Yes. Yes. And here comes this slithering snake mm-hmm. of uh, a history you mm-hmm. wanted to put behind. Mm-hmm. Your best moment, mm-hmm. I would imagine, mm-hmm. and your worst moment. Mm-hmm. Here comes something you thought you'd put to bed. Let's talk about that. You thought you'd put it to bed, and here comes a ghost from your past to taint the power of this moment. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? You know, I'll say this. You know, I've never been from any moment in my past, and uh, and I can be honest about that. I've never, you know, this has always been available for anyone that wants to know. It's been on my Wikipedia page. Um, and the person who doesn't know, let's talk about what he Uh, You know, when I was 19 years old, there was a, a case up in college. So this was a case that was tried. You were ultimately uh, exonerated by a jury. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's right. And I've addressed this so many times. Hello. Um, you know, I was falsely accused. And, and, and I say that with all the most respect I possibly could. 
about, you know, how do you handle it? You handle it. But that's hard to handle, too. If it's, say, nobody knows what you and her what happened in that room. But if you were falsely accused, that's still, how do you handle that, man? That's pretty daggone tough to have something that you say was false attach itself like a tick to the side of your leg at, at a moment that God is blowing blessing at you like crazy when you lay down at night. And all of us, I, I, I can relate, nothing of that magnitude, but I know what it is to have ghosts come back. Mm-hmm. How do you keep going? It's, it's, it's really prayer. I mean, it's, it's, you know, a lot of it you do it in private. You know, a lot of it you do in private. A lot of conversations, soul searching you do in private. And I get what you're saying. Um, but for me, it's been more about um, learning how to, you know, what can come out of this. At the end of the day, legally, it's over, right? Mm-hmm. How do you put it to bed or do you? I think that, you know, for me, it's just about recognizing that it's been a tragic situation uh, for this woman and this woman's family. Uh, being respectful about that, um, and not uh, allowing that, you know, this situation to denigrate their family. I get, I get that, and I understand that. And being respectful, them, it's very, very important respect for you as well. Mm-hmm. I think what I am after, in a way, is how things can be so wonderful and so stressful all at the same time and how people look at your successes and your accomplishments and they don't know that those accomplishments are often often on the backdrop of some sort of despair, the best of times, the worst of times. Some have called it that. And yet, as my Angela would say, yet I rise. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't rise seemingly with the sense of arrogance but more rising with the sense of an awareness that that all of this matters. You've got five daughters. I do. How has all of that affected how you would teach, train, prepare them? Mm-hmm. One of your children getting ready to go to school? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is the daddy talk you give her? I'm very open with my daughters, you know, depending on their age and the appropriateness of the conversation. I'm very private when it comes to what I tell them and how. Uh, but above all else, I try to um, encourage them, uh, one, to be, you know, people of, of, you know, of faith and integrity. Uh, and when they honestly look to, to engage in relationships, that they be healthy, um, and that they be confident enough that they can find a man like me when they get to that point. Wow. Wow.
now we're going to move on to the thoughts about the movie. Well, anybody got anything they want to drop on us before we move into the movie? Yeah. I thought the shit. How many movie reviews do fucking TD Snakes do? When this nigga become, you know what I'm saying, a connoisseur of, 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 of black films and shit. Snakes made his own film. So the Tamiya put me on to it. And, you know, the connection is Christianity. That's why mm-hmm. he did it. Because apparently that's what uh, that uh, Parker uh, guy said, you know, uh, that, you know, you could use... Christianity, basically, he's saying for revolution. Uh, in other words, implying, and you know, I I got a problem with that shit anyhow. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm gonna wait to the you know the conversation build and the whole nine. But I am rereading the Tim Riders joint that, that Doctor Clark put together to get at the crack of Styron's, William Styron's uh, bullshit. Uh, Nat Turner Confessions, because I really feel that um, pushing the Christianity as the reason for him doing what he's doing is some propaganda bullshit. But like I said, let me chill. Black Power. Black Power. Power. What up, Stuart? Well, yeah. Um, uh, Brother Black Power dropped in the motherfucker. All right. Sister McKay out there. All right. All right. Brother Cause, what he do? I think that's Brother Cause out there. Pretty short out there. Yeah. yeah. I know he just Maybe. got his power. He just got his power back on. No question. He man, he did it. He also did an interview. I don't know if you're gonna do the Breakfast Club joint, but that's a little longer. That shit's about 48 minutes. But in that in that particular joint, the nigga gave a definition of Nat Turner. This is him. This nigga said, "Hold on, Nat hold on, wait one minute. Can you give me a timestamp? If you give me a timestamp, then I'll play the shit. Yeah, I can play it. Okay. Give me a time. I'll, I'll, all right, I'm a hey, why you doing what you doing? I'm gonna pull it up in my history and shit, and then I'll make sure I give you the exact context, man. Y'all give me a timestamp on that, and then we'll play that. Right. Nah, what man. you think? What you think on it, bro? B, what you just heard and shit. What's your take on that? Yeah, I'm saying he, you know, he um, he only on the show because of his um. His deep Christian faith and ideology, those are the people that normally Jake um, get on this show. Um, I didn't really get too much from it. I mean, except for that, you know, he, he, he relied in his Christianity. Um, And what the the word that he used tethered, I wanted to tether this to the other one. And I'm saying, like, you know, all right, that first birth of a nation, man, was like that was sitting with damn near like some mandatory watch type shit. You feel me? This is a time when 
It might be one movie come out every six months, see? Ain't no motherfucking bunch of movies just rolling out the assembly line like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is a must-see motherfucking TV for all white nations, especially after the president says watching this shit. You understand? So, you know, the whole thought of tethering this one to that one as though, you know, the spirit of this one could override the spirit of that one, then you'll have to be seen. We had to, we're on the end run of the slave movement. Remember, Snoop Dogg came out on the last slave movie, like, yo, we tired of the slave movie shit. Remember, remember everybody was coming out on that shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So let's put the mood on black people. Black people are hell in the slave shit. The numbers ain't doing as well as they thought it would do. And feel it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, what the hell is going on? That means that I don't do this slave shit. I don't, I don't know about I'm that. Especially, not just slaves should see revolt. This is about real life revolt. Uh-uh. I don't even want to go watch it. So then when people are talking about it, I don't even want to be able to talk about it. I don't have no part. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want nobody knowing I'm with you to see no part of the slave revolt group. I ain't shit. Give me 12 years of slave again. We'll make this motherfucker $100 million. Give me 12 years of slave part two. But revolt. See, Django fucked it up. Django fucked it up. Django. Django went so it went so hard with the Django. You know what I'm saying? That that niggas was scared to go watch another movie like that. Right. People, but our people got a certain type of consciousness, man. We be afraid. We afraid of competition. So we like, wait a minute. There's going to be another one of these movies. Now you're aware because they're not aware. They're only aware of Nat Turner by what you hear. So they're not telling you at the end what's going on with Nat Turner. And they ain't telling you on TV. You know what I'm saying? When they're reviewing it, they ain't telling you what what happened to, to you know what I'm saying, my great ancestor. So with that, you know, with that happening right there, they just, you know, um, unless you go see the movie and hear the last tales, you know, see the last tales, you never know. So you be scared of what's happening. But then the people who go see it, that's what, uh, man. That's why it just was a weird movie to me. That was a weird movie. It had pros and cons. It had pros and cons, um, you know, I think my cons outweigh the pros or the way that they came up. I think they were more significant. You know what I'm saying? That had me thinking um, what he said. You know, one um, problem I had with um, what he said with the TD Snakes is that um, he implied that the movie Birth of a Nation is what made white people racist as though the movie wasn't a reflection of the current climate. 
And that's why it was so fucking popular with the crackers. Mm-hmm. Right? That movie ain't make them racist. <laughs> that movie ain't make them come up with black coal laws and all that shit. Have you not forgot about the hundreds of fucking years of what they had already did to us? How they was treating us? Come on. Black power. That's that's the most detrimental part about this dude, man. This dude, that's why in the hangout, said this dude is dangerous. And when you listen to his dialogue, man, he come across, you know what I'm saying, he he's trying to play these different little roles. He's playing both sides of the fence. If you listen to his interview on Breakfast Club and the one he did with T.D. Snakes and the, bref- the Breakfast Fucks, you would think this ain't even the same motherfucker. In the oh, sense, man. the ideology. Oh, Listen, uh, stop, don't say that, man. Don't say that, man. I ain't even listen to the person. Uh, brother Claus is telling this. me, Brother Claus, you out there? <laughs> God damn, Brother Claus, you got to come in, man, because he he told me he got some. You know, he's gonna get some time stamps. Brother Claus, you got to get I got, in. I got the one I got for you when he says this definition and that. <laughs> sir, it's at it's at thirty four. Uh, 34 minutes and 40 seconds, man. Mm-hmm. But the nigga got, he dressed, if you see the interview with Snakes, this nigga's in shit so tight, I think the nigga went back in time to like eight years old because his gear so tight, right? I mean, everything tight. Nigga got his leg up. I ain't never seen no man really sit like, not no, not no warrior type nigga, sit like the way he sit with Snakes. Yo, you need one say. Oh, shit, what were you saying? I need a website. Oh, well, this is off YouTube. That's the interview you have put in the link. I mean, the Hangout Brother. Yes, 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 Queen. I put yeah. both of them in. Okay. Mm-hmm. First, the, the the second one is the one with the Breakfast Club. The one that's a little further down. Thirty-four. Yeah, at thirty-four forty. Uh, he got his little fitted on this shit. Or maybe it's a snapback and shit. You know? Bruh. You hear that? If you heard the nigga talk, this nigga, like, he's from New York and shit. Like, he. This dude would have talked to nigga. He's from New York and he's from Island. Jim Jones in this motherfucker right here, bro. Short Island in the place. Short Island in the house. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me check this. Nigga was so was so he was so slick with this shit. You know, Charlemagne usually say some fuck shit to a nigga who come in there perpetrating and be wish washy with his shit. Charlemagne was on the nigga's nuts so hard he ain't never really even he ain't even hit him with no slick shit like well what about the white wife type shit. He mentioned it, but it was all in like you know, oh man, people trying to hate on you because of your white wife. What do you say? You know what I'm saying about. A black man can't be a black man no more because he married to a white woman. Like, come on, man. What the fuck is that? You know, you still a nigga. You know what I'm saying? We still real niggas. And shit. It's just the type shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's really fucking... Y'all Charlemagne's a bitch. Yeah, yeah. He looks like I mean, you really can't expect that, bro. Let's, I mean, let's be 100. We know how that shit go, man. They sit behind the scene before the show even come on, and they got them sitting... 
Oh, but he called Birdman all on, about man. his shit. He had Birdman on the ropes, oh, so. But come on, bro, <laughs> Come on. Let's let's see see like, shit. That shit is entertainment. That uh, shit is entertainment, bro. That shit is nothing but, <laughs> but it's nothing but uh, goddamn me to show that they just, they already agreed on the shit beforehand. This how Charlemagne going to act. You know, this how Charlemagne, this how, the, you know, that's how that go, bro. You know, what I'm saying is this, bro. I, 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 know, I would just yeah. say, I would just say, man, my opinion on it is the nigga doing like any other movie would do, and they doing the damn promotional, uh, which go across all of their different promotional move, the shows and shit, try to promote your movie. And the nigga, I mean, being the kind of movie it is, the nigga has to got there. I mean, it's just going to, let's be for real. Niggas not, niggas not gonna accept that strong. You know what I'm saying? Him coming strong with it. If he want to promote the movie, he gonna have to goddamn, especially on the TD Snake show. He gonna have to goddamn come in there softening up. No, brother, he don't. No, brother, Tim, he don't. He probably, he brother probably Tim, shouldn't. Have. He does not he have to. Have. Nah, I would that's say, that hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Queen, Queen, I would say. Queen, I would say. Oh, oh, Paul, so I just want. That's what I was I would say oh, that he shouldn't have done the show in the first place. But he a Christian, so he got to a, a platform that's gonna benefit the movie. You know what I'm saying? But but if he decided to do the show, okay, well damn, you know you're not finna go on T D J show, nigga, uh, sagged up or uh, you know what I'm saying? You, well, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna, but you, I'm, you, I'm saying he could have. That that's the point. You know what I'm saying? He choosing to not to. And and let's be real too. This is white money behind him. It's white money why he's wow. on the Breakfast Club. It's white mm-hmm. money why he on the TDJ show to get the black Christians to come in oh, and spend that motherfucking money. It's white money that put on, this on. goddamn movie up here. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I just wanted. To How nigga grill. gonna get ten million from Crack and Grill? This kind of movie gotta yeah, be something to it. Brother Griff, Black Power, Brother what's Griff. up? Yes, sir. Good. What's this? What's this? Give me the minute mark again. Thirty what? Thirty two? No, thirty four forty. Thirty four forty. Yeah. All right. This is when he give his definition of uh, motherfucking. They tell you who Nat Turner was, and you hear this shit, you'll know what this whole shit is about. All right. All right. All right. I just want to make sure I'm at the right spot. Black power. First, you're saying, you hit it on the head, though, sis. This is a bigger agenda than what we thinking, uh, bro, Tim. This ain't this nigga out here hustling, grinding, trying to get this movie out by itself, bro. This nigga was... First of all, I know that. that. I know that. Yeah. I know that. I never said. No doubt. Said no it. doubt. I know that. Uh, but but, but I, I, I'm also looking at the situation from a position of nigga. It's only so much I can expect after shit because I already know his wife was behind the shit. You feel me? Uh, but but I also know nigga when you goddamn put out a movie, you have to go on the goddamn promotional tour shit. You know what I'm saying? That's all this is for this nigga. It's nothing but a promotional tour. All this shit is set up before they even come out and even come on TV. They all do the same shit. We're going to sit in the back. This We're going to talk about, woo, 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 woo. nigga, that's not going to go good for my audience. That's going to go good for my audience. 
So of course, the it, damn holding the line. Saying, on that. So we'd be foolish. We'd be foolish to uh, expect this nigga to be holding the line. I ain't expecting that, brother. Let me play the clip. Let me play the clip. All right, bro. I got you. We'll we'll chop it up. Let me play the clip real quick. Let me play the clip. It's not even a debate. Is Patrick Henry a hero? Patrick Henry has slaves. That's we keep throwing this word around. Controversy. Well, you want to look at definition of controversy? Like, it's not controversial to say, give me liberty or give me death and have slaves. Mm Mm-hmm. That is, that, those two things, that's oil and water. It doesn't go together. You know what I'm saying? Nat Turner was a Christian preacher who led a holy war against systemic oppression and paid for it by being hanged by the neck until dead, skinned in his flesh, crushed to grief. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If, if that's not walking in the footsteps of the ideals of this country, then I, if he's not here, a hero, then tell me who a hero is. Mm-hmm. I, I challenge anyone. The, the good thing Thanks. about the movie too is that you say systemic oppression. I like that because it's not just saying white people because they had to go battle against their own right. on the side of systemic oppression. It's not even a debate. Yeah. Not- well, first of hold on one second. Listen, listen, family. If you just came in, please put your mic on you for a second. We're trying to listen to a clip. You know what I mean? This is Nate Parker interview for the Breakfast Club. But we're trying to listen to a clip of Nate Parker explain to us his definition of that Turner, how he sees that Turner, his idea. No All right, Black Power. Patrick Henry a hero. Patrick Henry has slaves. That's we keep throwing this word around. Controversy. Well, anyone look at the definition of controversy? Like it's controversial to say, "Give me liberty or give me death," and have slaves. Mm-hmm. That is that. Those two things. That's oil and water. It doesn't go together. You get what I'm saying? Nat Turner was a Christian preacher who led a holy war against systemic oppression and paid for it by being hanged by the neck until dead, skinned in his flesh, crushed to grief. Like, you know what I'm saying? If if that's not walking in the footsteps of the ideals of this country, if he's not a hero, then tell me who a hero I, I challenge anyone. The, the good thing about the movie, too, is like when you say systemic oppression, I like that because it's not just saying white people because they had to go battle against their own right. on the side of systemic oppression as well. Right. right. You're absolutely right, brother. Frederick Douglass has this dope quote where he says, when I became free, I began to see the, the uh, effects slavery had not only on slave but on slave masters. Mm. Right? Like we, all of, everyone around us has been passed down something, this, tra- this trauma, this wound that we won't he let here. We won't face it. We just won't because it's too uncomfortable. You painful. Now, how many times have you heard someone say, like in politics, you know, we got to have the race conversation? Have you ever had the race conversation with, like, like, have we ever been like, okay, everyone, this is race conversation day. Race conversation day is going to be October 10th, right? Call your friends, order pizza, you know, and Coke and, and, and Coca Cola. And when, <laughs> come over to the <laughs> right. Come over to the house. Headline like Nate Parker. Encourage me. All right, all right. Black power, black power. Black power. Black power, brother. Cause I hear you out there, big boy. Yeah, this Nelly now. I just t- I just tuned in real quick. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah. Um, I just want, yeah, I wanted to make a quick comment real quick, and I'm going to fall back into the background. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, though. Okay, for sure. 
Brother Griff. Talk to me. Was that that was that was the piece of the clip that you wanted us to listen to, right? Uh-huh. All right. All right. I was the, whole inter- the whole interview was interesting, though. But the whole thing, but that part, he when he said this is who Nat Turner was, Nat Turner is, was this, and that fucked me up. He said he was a Christian preacher that fought a holy war. Can I share something real quick, if I may, before I lose this thought? Oh my God. On, the, on, the, on the build, on the movie, you know, uh, it, it appears to me, again, once again, that they gave us another slave movie with a touch or a hint, a sprinkling of revolution. And with, when you speak about what you speak about with Nate Parker speaking on a Christian concept, however, what they felt and what they left out was Matt Turner's inspiration or who he was inspired by and that he was inspired by the Haitian revolution. And so at the end of the day, and my opinion, I don't see the movie as revolutionary at all. I see it as another movie that fall right into the category with the with the twelve years of slave, the butler to help. Um and you gotta also take into consideration the openness or what we would think that okay man, we coming out, man, we coming we coming forward and telling our story and we got people like Fox backing it. When you got people like Fox backing that you gotta you gotta look for the flags. Uh, that's a red flag, and so what you see in that, what's really being said in that is that they're giving him an opportunity to chop up a story, and that story was heavily uh, screened and uh, you know pretty much like proofread to see what was gonna be what was gonna be able to be uh, shared and what was not gonna be shared. From my understanding, the revolution, the actual the actual slaughtering was not even. Um, screen or was not even uh portrayed. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a watered down a watered down revolutionary movie. I I I big up for uh Nate Parker for stepping up to the plate to, to attempt to tell that story. However once again this is all uh, once again this shows why we have to get the brothers that are really into the study, really into the history, really really into the scholarship. We're gonna have to get come forward and tell these stories ourselves so that we can put the true flavor and the true, um, you know, the, the, the true flavor that, that goes along with our history. And, not, and, and so that when it's told, it's told, it's told raw and uncut. So that's what I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. Black Power. Yeah, listen, you know yes, what? Sir. You know, the brother just said something right there. And he just said something. And I'm just thinking to myself, the only way that I can see right now that we could that we could have um, a movie, something cinematic that could show the ferocity that we would like to see out of our people when they go to fight would be through CGI or some type of video game, some type of some type of movie like that. Something where we have to create that. We have to create that story because we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to find enough white folks to play there. I, I see what you're saying, right on, born. You're right and exact with that. You absolutely no, got to. It has to be like 300. It, it got It has to have the same appeal and flair like a 300. You know what I'm nitty. saying? You got to really nitty. get into the nitty gritty. So you know, we want to see our stories raw enough. Because see, they tell their stories raw and uncut. They they'll make a brave heart, show you it raw and uncut. 
they'll they make a three hundred. You know, they they they'll depict these movies as fictional. However, in a sense, the the subliminal message is get is about white supremacy, uh, white liberation. You know, white white freedom. So we get an opportunity to tell a story now. I, I you know Nat Turner was someone who, in my journey of uh, becoming awake, uh. I, under, I grasp the revolution. You know, when you look at the model, you look at the Black Panthers, or you look at any uh, hardcore revolutionary movement that we had, Nat Turner is, is uh, you know, like the spearhead of that. That was a revolutionary move that he made. It, it, I mean, beyond revolutionary, uh, almost unheard of. You know, however, matter of fact, I, I digress on unheard of, because at that time, there were several uprisings on a lesser or lesser scale, so it was a it was a movement taking place across the South during that time where there were many insurrections and, you know, that was, it was causing quite of a problem for them, for the plantations and the slave owners, however. So with that being said, you know, that, that movie has to come a little bit more correct. Um, I, I know brothers and sisters are praising it. You know, it's a, it's a good effort. I mean, it's a good, it's, it's a good breaking up the monotony because up until now, all the movies have been, somewhat passive in there, you know, and and them giving or delivering uh, the the slave idea to us. You know, very, the slave is looked at, he's very passive, he's very, um, he needs the savior, the white, and the white man is usually coming in the form as a savior, so I give him an applause for throwing it out there, uh, uh, such a person of, of that magnitude as Nat Turner, however, we have to question the back end, you know, we got to question those things, because the back end is Fox. It was hot, it's heavily screened, it's heavily monitored. What, and the, the actual revolutionary part is not told. You know, I heard a brother speaking about he was who, who, who Nat Turner was, a Christian preacher. Um, that can be up for debate, too. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how deep-rooted he was in Christianity. That can be up to because when I studied Nat, Nat Turner, I didn't get that. I didn't pick that up. He wasn't like yeah. a radical, flaming Christian, you know, like a radical Christian, Not like a, uh, what they call those, um, what do they call them, the fundamentalists? Mm-hmm. He, wasn't, he wasn't a John Brown, you know, he wasn't blazing the sword of Jesus. I think you have to remember, too, at that time it was illegal for us to um, read and write, and so the only book that you could get your hands on at that time uh, to read would have been the damn Bible. I just want to throw that out there. No doubt. Yes, they showed it. He do show it. But he's portraying him like he was a TD Jacob. Hold on one second, brother. Hold on, hold on. Sister McKee want to say something. Go ahead, Sister McKee. Come on. I was just um, back during the Queen's comment. She said that was the only book that we was allowed to touch, and I was just saying that in the movie he he do show that part, you know, um, the part when they come in there and he looking at the book. She was like, no, uh, those books are not for you. Your kind would never understand this. For her, take this book, this book here. This is the greatest book that was ever written. And then hand him a Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Quite but that would explain him having any kind of affinity with that religion. It wasn't an option. You know what I'm saying? That's why you know, he's agitated when motherfuckers talk like that about, you know, he, well, he was a, like a motherfucker had a choice at that time. 
This is Sister Commander. I would, I would like to Hold on, Sister Commander, check this out, right? Listen, right before that happened, this, this is how he, he ends up getting the Bible, though, is that the white woman finds out that he can read. You know what I'm saying? So soon as he go to, soon as uh, the white woman goes to that mother, and it's like, yo, listen, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I found out that he can read. He's, she's like, oh, no, she's going crazy crying. Like, yo, I'm a whooping. You know what I'm saying? Woo, 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 woo. She's like, nah, nah, nah. It's all right. I'm going to bring him in the house and teach him. So now when I hear this, I'm logically thinking, you know, my logic says that he's going to get taught. You know, I'm just looking at the movie, just, you know, just listening to the dialogue. And so when he gets to the house, when she says, no, the book ain't for you, your kind wouldn't understand it. This fucked me all up. I said, oh, Lord, is that what folks you going to teach you? Because going to keep nothing but the Bible. And sure as hell, that's what Sister McKinney said. I said, oh, man, look at this shit right here. And so it did have a narrative because the movie was, how long was the movie? About two hours long? Yeah, it was two hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask somebody? Go ahead. Yeah, man, I just like to say, man, if we miss the one important thing that the brother did show, man, he did, he did, you know what I'm saying, I, I would guarantee that the white folks probably didn't understand what the fuck it was, but he did show, he did show what was happening. The, the brother might have been a Christian preacher, but he was initiated into the to the Voodoo tradition or the Ifa tradition, whichever one that was they were showing at the beginning. You see, so this shows you that he was not a Christian preacher. That was not his his base. You know what I'm saying? That was not his base. His base was African spirituality, and I and I thank the I thank the brother for putting that in the movie, man. Troy Bean, he surely did. He surely did at the beginning of the movie. I said, he surely did. At the beginning, yeah, they showed him getting initiated and them, and them speaking and speaking the power that he was going to be great. You know what I'm saying? Speaking it right into him as a, as a uh, young baby. Here's the thing, though, on that, Brother Tim. See, you really, you, you, it's, it, in my mind, it's a lose-lose. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, you know what I'm saying? I didn't see the movie. I didn't see the movie. I'm looking at before the fucking movie even came the fuck out. This nigga was handpicked, nigga. This was a fucking uh, PSYOPs, nigga. This was okay, a PSYOPs. Brother, brother, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, I ain't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, say again? I ain't trying to cut I you out, man. No, no, no. I, 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 I ain't knocking you saying. What you saying is you giving me your, you know, your interpretation on it. As I started to look at the interview on Breakfast Club, look at the TD Snakes, and then I go back and start looking at this nigga's first little movie. When this nigga's first movie was like Romeo some shit where he fucking with a white bitch. I don't know. I ain't watched the movie, but I see. I'm like, man, this nigga been groomed for this. This nigga, was, this shit was in the making, man, a long time ago. That's what I saw from, the, you know, the analyzation that I was doing. And I'm like, okay. So once again, you get us over here, you give us the Christianity. Now when we get into the point where niggas is really, see, the youngsters ain't fucking with this Christianity shit like that no more. It just ain't a pill. Okay. So, can I tell you real quick? Because what you just said is important. The youngsters ain't fucking with that shit. So this is why his interview on Breakfast Club 
sounds totally different than the interview on goddamn me, T.D. J. Nah, 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 bro, nah. Because nah, when nah, you nah, do nah, this, you're not catching what he's saying, brother Tim. Hold on, but, but let me mm-hmm. get something to mm-hmm. say. Whenever you promoting your movie, bro, you are speaking to that audience. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This man has no, he has no goddamn, he's not no black power nigga. Hold on, hold on. He's a movie director. He's not saying that. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I just want to say something real quick. Did everybody who listened to the Breakfast Club uh, uh, interview? I did. No, I'm not disagreeing with the brother. I'm just no, no. Hold on, brother Tim. I just want no, brother Tim. I just want I just want to know because I haven't listened to it. You feel me? Yeah, I listened yeah. to it, brother B. All right, oh, oh, you listen to it. All right, um, brother Claus, did you listen to it? Brother Claus said he listened to it. Yeah, he did. Sister McKeon, did you watch or listen to it? Nope, I didn't. All right. That's how anybody else on the line listen to it. No, I did not. Nope, I didn't. You might want to give it a play, bro, B. You might want to give it a little play, you know what I'm saying? Just just a little context. Yeah, I think it would give a lot of context, bro, because, you know what I'm saying, it kind of gives you... uh, Insight to letting you know, man. Goddamn, he knew the shit wasn't. Goddamn, he knew them hoes wasn't in this business. Okay, you said I can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I, I'm not understanding what we right now. All uh, right, uh, listen. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do, right? That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. So, because it's it's 48 minutes. Yeah. Now. But that motherfucker rock. No. <laughs> Bro, you got to understand this, bro. The nigga's a Tom, bro. He's a sellout, man. That's what I'm telling you. He was handpicked for this. He's a sellout. No, everybody knows that. Everybody knows. I mean, everybody I mean knows. we can say that about everybody, though, man. We can say that no, about everybody. No, 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 you know oh, what I'm saying? Man. We we cannot nah, do that. Bro. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen, okay, you brought up listen. the movie where he fucking the white bitch. What about the great debater? This is what I'm saying. I, I'm not That's giving him no great debater, man. What about the great debater? What about it? That ain't shit. What'd you say, fam? I said the great debater. Movies like that is not movie. That's those movies fucking take but the this asking out of this, context, bro. When I when I bring up the great debater, fam, all I'm saying is, bro, it could have been a. Uh, that that might have been his learning point. That's all I'm saying, bro. All of us, my nigga, get to the point when the shit click out. I don't know. You don't know either, bro. We can <laughs> brother, go by. Brother Tim. Brother Tim. Brother Tim. When he married that beast, when he married that cracker beast, man, it was over for the nigga, bro. That's it. He's gone. Ain't no nothing, nothing, nothing left for it. Right, you married I him. I, 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 I don't agree with you. Uh, I can't say nothing about that. That has nothing to do with Nah, man. They see it out of context, Brother Tim. It could do more harm than good when they see it like that out of context. Did Malcolm X movie tell you everything? 
Did the Malcolm X movie tell me everything? They millions of motherfuckers, bro. What is you talking about? Man, no, it didn't. That shit didn't wake up. No more motherfuckers. Listen, listen, listen. That shit didn't wake up. No more motherfuckers and already was going to wake up off the shit that was already going on. The shit that's waking people up is these motherfuckers, this Mike Brown shit. When niggas is getting killed wholesale, real shit is what's waking niggas up. Rodney King woke niggas up, nigga, when we was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes you have to really look at this shit in real reality. Not nobody giving you some shit and trying to tell you, okay, Matt Turner was a Christian. Christianity going to free us. We're going to do this. We, nah, man. This is real life, nigga. The way I woke up, nigga, is living. We, we live in this shit. That's why we all on the line and we awoke for the most part because we live in this motherfucking shit. So for this nigga to play Matt Turner and you got a white wife, there's no way in fucking hell he should even be playing that part. You disqualified, nigga, by proxy. You cannot even you cannot even play the role in that with a white wife, nigga. That's a spit in the face to every African sister, every African brother, all the elders, all the ancestors. We can't allow that type of shit to be going down, brother Tim. We can't allow it. Can't have you looking at this like, you know, this was okay, but what about not because the youth can't die, they can't dissect this shit. They not developed enough. Until they get a little older and see what's going on, man, they don't know. They take this shit like, damn, Christianity might be able to free me. Jesus is powerful. Look what Jesus did for that time. All right, hold on, brother Griff. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going for a second. We're going to start. Because we got got some people on the line. No, we got people on the line. And, you know, we want to get to the clip. You know, you know uh, I want to give Brother Tim a second to go ahead, and if he would got a final thought that he want to go ahead and get it for us, I'm going to let him go ahead and get the floor, and then we'll go back to the clip. Brother Tim. Brother Tim, I see you out there. I'm going to do anyway. You looking for me, Brother B? Yeah, I said, did you want to, you know, I, I, I know Brother Griff was going. I wanted to know if you wanted to have a final a final thought before we went ahead and went on to the clip. Man, I just want the family, for real, to understand, man, and I'm not coming from a position of saying, nigga, this nigga did it all right, or this nigga is, is quali- even qualified to do the shit. No, I'm not coming from that position, you know what I'm saying? Because I agree, no, the nigga got a white wife. Nigga shouldn't, nigga, that's not black power. You know what I'm saying? Right on, my nigga. But when I'm, the position I'm coming from, nigga, is, is nigga done already done shit. You feel me? Like, nigga, it, 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 it's, here. It's, 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 yeah, it's here. It's here, right. nigga. So, and, 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 and,
So I, I, you know, I'm gonna have to watch it and 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 decide that for myself if that movie is going to leave such a spark. But based upon what little I'm hearing, you know, all that movie gonna do is lead motherfuckers to the Bible. Instead of putting in the goddamn uh, 
inferiority shit or the or, or the motherfucking feeling of, of nigga y'all niggas was y'all niggas got bitched out. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about we always talk about the effects of uh, goddamn me propaganda on the mind. We need our form of propaganda, my nigga. Again, 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 brother, again, you're saying that you you, you have said, you've seen the movie, so you're saying that this movie that the brother wrote and that the enemy gave the money to put out is a positive thing. That's your critique on the movie. I just want to understand it because you did see it. Overall, overall, I think it's positive. Okay.
in the conversation. Does anybody else have anything they want to add on to the conversation besides, you know, some of the other listeners on the line? Do y'all want to add on anything to the conversation before we move on to, to the next clip? All right, so I can move on to the next clip. I say. I say. I say. Bro, Big, let me say this little piece, man. The thing that, you, you know, you really got to check is what's like Sister Camille is saying. What, what is the agenda behind this movie? Anytime people, your enemy puts propaganda out, your main uh, question should be, what is the agenda behind this? The timing, you know, and, and the storyline, all of that should have an agenda. Why they didn't put the Nat Turner shit out before 12 Years a Slave? You know what I'm saying? So it's okay. an agenda, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, we're going to get to all of that. We're going to get to all no of doubt, that. No doubt, no doubt. Let me just play the clip. Let's play the clip. I'm going to play. Oh, man. Y'all made me lose the clip, man. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I got, I got the clip, man. All right. We're going we're gonna to play. The first, we're going to play the first uh, 20, 30 minutes of it. Is that all right with the family? Black Power. I say. Black Power. Hey, listen to the demeanor, too, brother, born from where he was at on the TD Snakes. Watch the nigga come in with the, with the breakfast club. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's coming with. They come with the caravan of love. <laughs> this nigga's bipolar on this one. Watch this. Dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Parker's in the building. Two things I thought I would never see on a Hollywood screen is Luke Cage in any form and Matt Turner in the movie. I've been screaming for a Nat Turner movie because I don't like slave movies. I've been denounced them. I said, if I, you going to make any slave movie, let it be Nat Turner because Nat Turner wasn't a victim. And you got it done. Well, let's explain Nat Turner to the people that don't know because I've never learned it in my history books. It wasn't anything that I've ever read. And right. I went to Camp University, which right. is HBCU. I've been in here. I know you from Norfolk. Mm-hmm. So what, what made that so special to you, that story? Well, it, a lot of it is what you just said. I grew up in Norfolk, 42 miles east of Southampton County where the revolt happened, and I never heard about this brother, right? So why? Yeah, I never heard about him. Yeah, yeah, we learned about it growing up. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, know, I never learned about it in school, uh, and it's significant because when you think of the proximity, you would think that someone would have said something, but it speaks to the danger of the revolutionary, you know, the person that looks like us, that fought for his own freedom. We don't get those stories. Like you, you said, you know what I mean? Like even when we learn about slavery, we learn through the context of the victim. A victim, and honestly, we laid down until Honest Abe said enough is enough. You know, he, you know, Honest Abe couldn't tell a lie, moaned his chin, pensive. Slave problem, we got to figure it out. Pick yeah. us up, and now we're free. Right. You know, yeah. we don't learn about you know Tucson. We don't learn about Denmark, DC. We don't learn about you know. We don't learn about Gabriel Prosser. We don't learn about any of them, right? And so you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why our history being hit the things that will empower us? You know what I mean? And even when I was trying to make this film, people were like, you make this film, bro. Like it's gonna be a problem. Don't make this film. Like black people, like prominent directors, was like. Make the story of John Brown. You know, John Brown's a white abolitionist and let a slave fall. So I could, that'll be easier for people to digest. You know what I mean? I had another 
prominent black director told me, he was like, well, I like your script, but I didn't love it. One thing would have made me love it. And I was like, what? You know, nope. Right. He said, you, you need more good white people. Wow. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, white people are going to watch that, man. They're going to watch this thing. But it was the 1800s. It's a period piece. And it was America. But that's what I'm saying. And it was America. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, when it comes to other demographics that have endured torture and genocide and Holocaust, you know, it's, you know, just never forget. You know what I mean? It's very important that we hold those stories up so they never repeat themselves. But in this country, we have this, this habit of kind of closing off the things that don't reflect us in the best of lights. You know, so in telling the story, you know, I said, man, I learned about Nat Turner at 21, mm-hmm. but if I learned about him at 12, how did you learn about him at 21? Uh, African-American studies class. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you read the Confessions of Nat Turner? Or? Uh, I did read that. Okay. You know, and it's funny because Confessions is fiction. You know, that's, not, that's like a, I always wondered about it. Somebody told me that before. It's, well, it won a Pulitzer, which is, which is tricky because mm-hmm. it won a Pulitzer for fiction. But, you know, when people talk about it, because it's like the end all, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But even, you know, the, 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 the writer, he said it's a reimagining of, of Nat Turner's life. It's not Nat Turner's life. So when you read The Fires of Jubilee, you know, or William Drury's book, and, uh, Southampton Insurrection, you read the real stuff. Well, I need to read the real stuff. What did they have a read with the confessions of Nat Turner? Well, let me tell you, like, it's a fiction book that said, okay, well, Nat Turner, um, he, 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 his, all of his motivation came for his lust after the handmaid of his master, like a white woman. Like, that's why. And he was crazy. He was a fanatic. He was homosexual. Like, all these things that they made up, you know what I mean? So when you get to the real, you're like, well, why would they denigrate? It's like, why would they mystifize the thing that actually happened when they had, like, why would they make it so he didn't have children or didn't have a wife? Mm -hmm. When in real life, he had a wife, he had a child, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the attack, you know, uh, uh, of of a black man, the demonizing of the black man is something that ain't new. This is age old, Mm -hmm. you know? So when we get to to, to celebrate this story, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of people I grew up with were present, you know, not here with us today, had that chip on their shoulder, had no context as to why or where, you know, they could put that energy. But heroes, when you can say, oh, no, 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 Nat Turner rose and stood so I can stand. Nat Turner was Django, before yeah, Django. The real Django. Me and Chris Rock had a debate about that because he thought I was trying to insult Nat Turner by saying that, but the reason I love Django is because he wasn't a victim. Django burnt the plantation. He like, did, and he stood up and he was like, no, nah, it's not happening this way. I'll take it even a step further, though. Nat Turner said, I'm going to sacrifice on behalf of people that I'll never meet. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, in biblically, it says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, right? Nat Turner was like, okay, I'm going to walk to these gallows, but I know that what I did will echo into eternity. We're yeah. celebrating Nat Turner. They skinned him, made, made lampshades out of his skin and purses. Like, this is what they did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all, and they did what they did in the name of God. He did what he did in the name of God. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, were there certain things that you originally had in the movie that you thought, like, you had to take out or people said, okay, maybe that's... Nope. And it goes back to your question. <laughs> Seriously, like you said, right. I didn't, you know, I went to Hollywood for money. Anybody that said they passed, or how did you pay for it? I, I knocked on doors, man. You know, I went to school, um, you know, had, had a lot of friends who were in finance. You know, one guy in particular I contacted, he connected me to one of his friends that actually worked in New York, had a hedge fund, and uh, I asked him for the money. He said no. I said, okay. That was what you asked me for. Millions. <laughs> you, you, you got seven, you're eight, seven to get it done, right? Yeah, how much did you think you need? Well, the budget said we needed like 30, right? Oh my, it's a battle film. Yeah. They yeah, said we needed yeah, 40 yeah. days. We shot in 27 days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I knocked on doors. I went to anyone who would listen. My lowest contribution was like 75,000. My biggest contribution was like 2 million. You know, and the guy that gave me 2 million, I just, I just begged him. You know, showed up in his birthday. 
I'll give him a shout out. Mike Novogratz. Uh, he's a such fun guy. He told me no at first. He's like, it's not my business. I don't operate my business. Never invested in films. It was his birthday, and uh, I flew out for his business. Like, he was on stage celebrating. I just literally walked up on stage. He was like, what are you doing here? I was like, you know, I need your help, man. Right. And he was like, put me on stage. He was like, I'm going to invest in his movie. And he, you held him to that. Oh, did I? Put it on your Snapchat. But really, that's what it was. I mean, I, I stepped away from acting for two years. I thought I finished Beyond the Lights. Uh, that Monday, I went to my team with I'm not acting anymore, so I can train that turn. I, don't I heard you told them you're not you're not going to work at all. Ever. No, I'm not, I'm not I'm not writing anything else. I'm not acting anything else. I'm not directing. Don't call me. Uh, next skin I live in will be that turn, period. Um, that's a different level of commitment, man. That's commitment. Belief in yourself. It was belief in God. Like, my faith really had, it really reeled me in. About the first hundred grand into this film was my own money. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't a million. I'm a thousand. You know what I mean? And uh, to put up a hundred grand, um, it hurt. You know what I mean? Talking to my wife, I was like, poor and like, you know, I didn't know it would be a hundred grand. What was her stance at this point? She was like, baby, hey, you ain't working. And you want to take everything? And, you, and we got lights. You know, they, they got kids. On, and kids need to be turned on. You know, the lights need to be turned on. Kids. But she, hey, man, she was just like, you know, you know, the Lord's called you to do this. You know, I got your back. Uh, it's very Nat Turner-esque. Nat, yeah, you know. I was going to say, like, Nat Turner was the chosen one. Right. When he, from when he was a, a child. From that's right. Point. Did you feel like you were a chosen one in telling the story? That I, you, it was something that you were kind of born to do? I, I felt like it was written on my spirit. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't say I'm chosen. I just felt like, you know how you like, you know what? You know, we all struggle and wrestle with our faith, mm-hmm. and strong or whatever that means. And, uh, and I was like, you know, Lord, like, I feel like you need to tell the story. You know, when I first came, I mean, how many times can you get offered trip number four? A blood. <laughs> At some point, you're like, man, it's got to be something better, you know? And it's like, I'd go a whole year and pass on 50 projects, and there'd be one great page. Now I've got to compete against the whole world to get that. Right. And then hope that they'll see something worse. At some point, you're like, man, well, what is the story I want to tell? If I could tell any story I want, what would it be? That's Braveheart. We never had a brave heart. Even when they give us, you know, different characters, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but it's like through the lens of them being sanitized and, and, and weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like America's, the, you know, was founded on a revolution, rebellion and bloodshed. This country. You know what I'm saying? And it took you seven years to get done, right? This is my eighth, eighth year. So oh, how did you eat in between? Oh, well, well acting. Oh, I stepped away from acting the last two years because, you know, how you're, you're, so you're asking people for money. It's like, all right. You know, Andy, I, I need a million dollars. You're like, all right, well, give me a business plan. And I say, all right, I'm going to go shoot this movie first, and then I'll be back with a business plan. So right. then I get back, you're like, if you were serious, you asked me for a million dollars. If you were serious, you wouldn't have went and did that thing. So that's why I walked away from that, mm-hmm. because I felt like it was distracting from money. Right. You know, so when I went for broke, and I literally, like, Hail Mary, closed my eyes, went for broke, I was, I, I remember one time, I, I took a flight, you know, because my whole thing was, if I'm going to ask you for a million dollars, you're not going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for everything. Then look you in the eyes and say, can I have a million dollars? Like, I'm, I'm paying for my flight. I'm paying for the hotel. I'm paying for my food. I'm paying for your food. So if you tell me no, you're telling me no in the face of everything I just gave up. Right. I mean, I went to West Palm Beach. I lived on the golf course. I, you know, pay all the money to be on the PGA golf course. $4,000 trip out of my pocket. Right. And the dude said no. So it hurt because I was like, like, so like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm asking black folks. Anyone, anyone you want, you think I have, I have. Oh, Did anybody in hip hop step up? Like, 
all these rich ass rappers. Um, Tony Parker gave me money. Michael Finley gave me money. Derek Brooks. But look, and I'm not blaming anyone because you know all the models that don't do. It. Like, wait, with a black kid, he doesn't have like a. And he's, and he's killing all these white people. You're right. And he's killing, that's never been seen on, on screen. Yeah. Right. Like, they read the script. It's like, so black guy, that size of black guy. Okay. Right. There's a black angel. Okay. It's a period. Mm-hmm. All right. Black lead. Mm-hmm. And you want to sell overseas. Okay. How about no? That was my answer. How difficult right? with casting? The casting was a lot easier. For the same reasons I described. It's like, as an actor, you dream of project that you have where you can be uninhibited because you don't have anyone on your shoulder because I made money. Script is script. I don't have one on my shoulder. You need to. Yeah. Because I think it happens. Right. And it pisses me off that it's probably black people telling you that. That's what I don't like. like but you got, but, and, and like, it's like, um, you know, it's like the, the doctor doesn't blame the patient. You know, he just yeah. medicine. Like, at the end of the day, it's hard out there. Like, in Hollywood, it's hard to get projects off the ground and black people were you surprised it actually made it and did it? Because we've been hearing about it for a while. Listen, look, that's why I said I said, look, yeah. But you still whisper it like you ain't having it. You whisper it like you ain't Right, but we've been so disconnected from Africa that it's like we can't even attach 
to the Moors. We came attached to the people that went, came before our ancestors that did great things because when we were kids, we probably knew some of us knew the same age. In between commercials, they were giving us Sally Struthers for 70 cents a day to help one of these folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hot belly, yeah, yeah. flies walking on their eyes in and out of their mouth. You know what I'm saying? But Norfolk was so racist when you were down there. I mean, right. Virginia, and especially that area where you're Absolutely. from, it was so racist. I mean, they still fly the Confederate flag. I mean, I'm from school down there. Yeah, South Carolina. But, right. And it's still so nasty. So how did you keep them overcome all of that? Mm-hmm. That hit the rose area down there. Mm-hmm. Nasty. So, you know, so. school down there. Right. You know, well, overcome it, you mean in the sense of making the film or right. just... But, you know, I went down there for my research. Um, I, you know, I don't do well with, with fear. I'm just, I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't fear anything. When you're wrestling. I've been watching your wrestling. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all right. I did all right. So for me, it's like, I don't look at it through the lens of, like, what people might do to me or how people feel. I look at it through the lens of, like, how we've been conditioned to see ourselves and how I mean, you're a part of the solution right. to change. The, the narrative around who we are as people. I mean, we live in New York, right? Like, we, you know, I, you know, I spend a lot of time, right? We've been so turned against each other as, you know, black, Dominican, Puerto Rican, and Cuban. The reality is we're all part of the diaspora, right? Like, and, 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 and it takes someone giving us that narrative. We don't know. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? If we don't know, we attach to the oppressor. Like, no, I'm from Spain. You know what Spain did to us? Systematically. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm French. And just I you do you do even know the history. Once you know the story, just your whole mentality around it all changes. So this is like dude, like I said, like there were these there were people before Natural that inspired Natural Island. Mm-hmm. This is just And even watching this afterwards you feel like you can apply a lot of different things to what's going on. That's right. Even today I walked out of there and I was like, Wow, there's just so many things that you see mm-hmm. when you watch Birth of a Nation that what's going on in the news today, what's going on in the community. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you were on um T D J Mm-hmm. And you spoke about the first police officers were overseers. That's right. Well, yeah, first police officers were slave catchers. They were called patty oh. Who you belong to, boy? Yeah, they go straight. They go to the plantation. It's funny how, like, when you have context, you just think different, right? So look, the first police officers, right, once in South Carolina, their job was to go between the plantation and make sure nobody was wandering or deserted or ran. And if they caught someone, sometimes they just kill them. Sometimes they bring them back and beat them public, right? So you fast forward to 2016, look at our communities, right? A lot of times in our communities, we're fine. But if you could drop, I mean, no, I came with Tidewater Park. In Tidewater Park, you're in between that. I mean, there's people that haven't left the neighborhood in years. What happens if you leave the plantation? That's it. As soon as you cross that street, you're pulled over. Where are you going? Where's your path? What are you doing in this neighborhood? What are you doing in this neighborhood? Right? So if we, if we can understand the damaged relationship between us and law enforcement back then, then we have context. As to right now in 2016, and we're not saying, oh, a couple bad apples. We're saying, no, something systemic has happened. Direct correlation. Direct correlation. Driving in the wrong neighborhood if you want to as a black man. They don't ask you for your path. Yeah, they don't ask you for your path. And then get out of the car, get the F on the curb. That's the game, you know? But if you have that contact, right, then you can deal with it in a way that's made more progressive rather than saying there are a couple bad cops. You know, I, I for one, people may disagree with this. I don't think a cop wakes up and says, man, I hope I can kill me. Excuse my language. I don't think, you know, but we're they're taught and conditioned to believe. Black ones and white, taught and conditioned to believe that when you see someone of color, they are presumed dangerous and guilty. A bad guy. Yeah. A bad guy, dangerous, or they call it criminal police. I had a police tell me, he was like, dude, we're in a good neighborhood and administrative police. You know what I'm saying? We see someone, hello, how are you, sir? How are you, ma'am? Can you please? 
was like, but when we in the jungle, we said the word jungle, but just because it's like then it's the hunt. It's it's criminal police. You know, you got your own probation, you know what I'm saying? You get on your own parole, get on the curb. Right. But it's a mentality. And that same mentality says make it home no matter what. Right. Check yourself no matter what. All of that is passed down. All that fear, like all of this trauma that we're feeling, is 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 directly connected to the worst period in American history that we do like this. Cognitive discipline. Oh, the, the movie the movie is graphic, but if you know the Nat Turner story, it's not as graphic as it right. could have been. Exactly. Did you purposely not kill women and kids mm-hmm. in the movie? Yeah, what I deal with, if you look at any story, you look at, I'm not going to name movies because it's going to look like I'm going at them, but you look at any films that deal with, you know, the Roman times or deal with different, you know, different battle and revolution of films, white people, right? Every single one of them, you look it up, there were classes that were men, women, and true. Even in America, you drop a couple bombs. Kill a lot of people, yeah. you know what I mean? But we don't have to go graphically and put it on it, you know, show the baby. What I wanted to do, I didn't want to rely on shock value. There's a scene in the film where he's looking at the Bible, and he's like, something has to change. Mm-hmm. If this Bible is right, then they're wrong. If they're wrong and I'm a leader of men, i got to do something. And as the page comes up, and you see what he's reading. And he says, go and kill everyone, men, women, children, and their animals. Smite them like it's, You know what I'm saying? That's how I deal with it. In the same way that there are different things that happen throughout, but I didn't want to make this the, the grossest film you ever saw. There are yeah. a couple scenes that are hard to watch, yeah. but for the most part, I mean, even just the scene with uh, like one spoiler because it's in the trailer, the scene with the little girl comes out with the skipping with the rope, and well, the rope's around us. Yeah, and then the rope's around the little girl's neck. But the crazy thing is she's skipping too and smiling. That's mm-hmm. too balanced. Yeah. A lot of us have ropes around our neck, and we don't even realize. Right. Yeah, a lot of people gave you flack for the uh, the image of you with the American flag around you. Sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what, what what people got upset about. For the same reason they don't teach us our history. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, are we to really grasp and wrestle with what white supremacy in this country? Do we really want to? Or are we going to attack everyone that ever us? Mm. That's the question we have to ask. Like, that whole the news image, America has a stranglehold on black men. It just, I didn't make that up. You know, and like I said, I have to say publicly, dude, Fox releasing that, like they've been the best partner. They've been like, we want to make, we want to help this come along in the way that you made this. Film. We don't want to dictate. So when that art came up, they were like, we have, to, we have, we have chosen our line. We have, we have, we, have, we will stand with you. Next thing you know, the art goes out. Most people are like, oh my God. Other people are like, they're desecrating the flag. I'm like, do you know how many people have been? Thousands of people have been lynched. You know, castrated with their genitalia stuffed in their mouth. Yeah. One to, to to protect white privilege. You know, and let's be clear, this film. I mean, you saw the film. You saw the film. This film is like it's not anti anti evil. You know, anti evil. You know, that Turner said very clearly. He said in his visions, he said, uh, "We will cut the head from the serpent." If God is real, these people are evil. We got to do something. You get what I'm saying? Like, right. it's not like black empowerment doesn't mean white. Mm-hmm. You know, and there will be people, mark my words, and this phone comes out, oh, it's propagated. Which is why the white people you see aren't bad people. They're just in a situation where, you know, the system is, is, is crafted in such a way that it makes it very difficult to go against the everyday norms of, of life. Now, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know who's demonizing you at this point, because I see it from all angles. Because I'm going to tell you a story. I remember maybe a month before I saw the movie, I had an OG, triple OG in the game hit me up, and he goes, look, we got to support this film. He said he going to try to crucify an And then two, three weeks later, all the different allegations came out. It was, oh, he got a white wife. It was, oh, he's homophobic. It was, oh, he has rape charges. Did you expect that to happen? Hmm. Let's just say 
I was warned early on, you know, people in the industry, people that love me, people that I love, that just said, you know, are you ready for what may come? You know, it's like, it's, look, I'm going to say, look, how do you rediscover something you already knew? I never hit anything in my life, I never ran from nobody. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to run now. No one's going to stop me from telling stories. It's just not going to do it. You know, they can come for me, that's okay. I'm a, I'm a grown-up, I'm a man. I'm so, I'm so anchored in the Lord, bro. My faith is so strong. But I'm not tripping. I know the power of Nat Turner and what he can do for our people, what he can do for America. What happens if we start celebrating Nat Turner as a hero? Ooh! What, what, you know, look, the, 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 um, the African American Museum is open. Nat Turner's Bible, right? George Bush said, you know, Nat Turner. George Bush said that. Like, what happens if, if he if it becomes normal to celebrate everyone of every color that's contributed to the narrative of this country? Right? Things will change. Privilege will be challenged, mm-hmm. but things will change. Does it piss you off, though? Because we were watching the Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And you look like you look like all right. Enough is enough. You look like you want to scream. Put some respect on my name. Like right? enough of me. All right, I'll show you. I mean, show some of the stuff that you went through when you were in college. You look like come on now. I'll just say this. Um, it was an ambush. You know, it looked like an ambush. It looked like you know it was gonna be. What just happened? What the fuck? She's bigger than me. Turner is so much bigger than me. Like in my in my thirty six year old life, in anything you could ever. Nat Turner? A film about Nat Turner exists on drop on Friday, like for real? I don't believe it. Exactly. Until you, know, you go to the theater and you see that title card, right. it's even hard for me to believe. Like, I, when I, and every morning I pray and I'm in like a devotional space, I'm like, Lord, thank you. I'm not, I'm not playing victim. I'm not crying. I'm not walking around sad at all. I'm rejoicing every day because the film exists. Did you feel like it would be in jeopardy at any point? The film? Yeah, just with everything coming up, like, we can't put this out. Because I remember thinking, oh, man, are they going to try to not put the movie out now? There's a, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, I, I tell you these things so that you will find peace in me. You know, in the world there will be tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome it. Like, God is God. The same guy that helped me to make this film, same guy that got me through, you know, whatever the obstacles I had in my life, same guy that made it so this film was coming out on Friday. The same guy that's made it so people will be able to gain something, perspective. Young people, 50 years from now, some 10-year-old kid is going to be able to watch this film in the same way that, that they use the original Birth of a Nation as a recruitment tool for the KKK. We're going to use it as a recruitment tool for revolution and resistance when people that recognize something needs to change. That's bigger than me. I don't care. If I die today and the film can live, I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to answer your question, I'm good, bro. I'm in, I'm in such peace right now because it's still good. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, well, cool. Let's get the film out. Okay, cool. All right, fine. Let's get the film out. Okay, yeah, next question. Let's get the film out. Because right. when the film comes out, it will speak for itself. But you know what? It, it, I mean, I think we've all been guilty of it. It judges your character, you know? Right. Because people don't know you, so all they, it's like they hear all the things mm-hmm. that they want to put out against you. Sure. You know, so when, when we hear Nate Parker, we hear the, the, this activation. Mm-hmm. Is this, his friend is this, his friend is that. Right. That has to affect you in a, in a, in a way because mm-hmm. now people who don't know mm-hmm. you might look at you in a different light. But guess what? We got we to gotta rise up to 10,000 foot, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're in a moment and you're set on fire, it's easy to be like, oh, my God, I'm on fire, right? But when you rise up to the 10,000 foot view and you see the Lord's resume, everything that's happened up until that moment, and you look forward and say, okay, this moment will cause a reaction forward, mm-hmm. And then you realize, look, it ain't even, this is bigger than my character. 
if, 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 if it's the Lord's will for me to be in this business for another 50 years, people will get to know me. They'll get to know my heart. You know what I mean? I'm cool with that. I'm cool. I'm cool. I didn't know you guys until I knew you. I didn't know you until I knew you. Right. You know? And, and, and if I could go out and meet every single person in glad hand and shake their hand, would I do it? Yeah, I can't do that. So let's, I'm going to let my art, let my activism speak in ways that my mouth on these shows with these headline hunters and these clickbait people, I'm going to let them do their thing. I'm not tripping on them. I, I feel, this is me talking, I feel like it was a conspiracy by some powers that be throughout the release of the show. Because all of this information has been out there. It's been public. You were found not guilty. You spoke about it before. Why now? That's all I want to know. Like, why, why now? You know what? You know, there's some people that say, you know, by me. And then there's some people that say, well, what can come out of this? You know, and I try to be glad. I try to be the person that says, regardless of the moment, how do I go up to a 10,000-foot view and try to put into perspective what can change actions? Because, look, if people forever kick dirt off, forever, if this moment exists by itself, and in 100 years, when I'm dead and gone, they got this film, we went. We all went. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like at some point, you got to be at peace with everything. I'm not tripping anything right now. All I want is for young people to get inspired by album. Because my whole thing is like, if we, if we release this film, right, all the old heads, all the old heads, yeah, we get it. We move forward. And the kid in Bedside, the 15-year-old kid, don't know who that turn is still. You know, or the kid in Brooklyn, or the kid in uh, uh, Oakland, or the kid in Decatur, don't, doesn't know. We lose. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to the dopest artists I could find, producers and everything. Went to the Atlantic. We made this album. I reached out to Gucci Mane and talked to him on the phone. I said, brother, I know you care about your family. I, 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 uh, I haven't heard the music, so I'm not going to judge it, but I didn't understand. Yeah, it's 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 like, well, you got to hear the music. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Mama, look, guess what? Gucci got the street. Lil Wayne got the street. I don't have the street. And he's been with you know, about on that particular song. Are they doing this? Are they conscious? Yes. Listen, everyone is on message. It's kind of crazy. You got two chains on message. Talking about going to the state house, tell them to revise the system. Oh, good chain. Like, you you know what I mean? It's like, if you can get them on message, because as you know, music in a way of time, you know, a lot of, you know, the politics around making music and who we're making it for and who's consuming it, a lot of times it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times in this country, they give a little bit to a few and then tell those few, kind of be happy with what you got and turn your back and your power against the people that need it the most. I mean, that thing happens. It happens in my industry, too. So if I can get people that do care about the community but don't have a flat a platform to release it. You know what I'm saying? What If I'm a rapper and I rap about whatever, right, and I have 13 tracks on, a, on an album, mm-hmm. if I put on, tack on a socially conscious track, I'm going to get paid for it. Right? Yeah. But if there's a platform, because there's a movie, and I say, man, I can actually do something and go hard and it won't affect what I've already done, I win. Right. So I had a chance to sit with all these, these guys, you know, Vic Mensa, all of them, you know, Trey Songs. Neo, everyone is on message talking about the system, talking about pressure, talking about faith. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Wayne was like, you know, uh, uh, he said, I, I, I got I to gotta feed the family. I had to leave uh, the, the, the family. I left the CMB. I'm, I'm an empathy, but I would never leave Christianity. Like, I heard they did a submitted a track, but you uh, turned it down. I didn't turn anything down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, it's like anything else. Things like everyone that wants to be on your show can't get on a show. Oh, you really submitted a track? 
No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that I'm trying to be fair. A lot of people submit uh, albums, but we really, you know, when you track list, you make a track list, you want to make sure that Nas has an incredible song called Four. So that's on brand. Huh? Nas and Nas and Nas. Why would you do something obvious? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, at some yeah, point, yeah. like, if I can get the way, you know, to talk about the streets in the context of the message, and then a young person was like, hey, Right. And wait, he was inspired by a movie to like be on that. Mm-hmm. I need to see this thing. Even Little Wayne on Solange's album mm-hmm. is a, a lot different than what you probably would have. All right, sure, I got to get to it. I'm just telling you, these, these artists care about the talent. Right. I'm just trying to create some space, man, you know, and to get young people in the theater so they can feel the power. What was the hardest scene for you to film, personally, like, that had you really, like, man, I just need to take a moment? The hardest? I need to cover my ass because I ain't see it yet. No. Okay. I, 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 I'll make sure I don't give you a spoiler. The hardest part was the uh, hardest scene to film was a scene, um, you know, I'm going to give you one to don't spoil. When I was on the porch, you know, Nat Turner was being used uh, mm. to, to, to keep people docile and to disempower them. And at some point, he's looking at people through religion, right? And we got to wrestle. And our community, or any community, even now, a lot of preachers out there ain't. Right, but there are a lot of preachers doing good work, too. Okay. So we, we have to be able to discern, mm-hmm. you know, not trying to stood on that porch and look out. And he's seeing these people, some of them, mm-hmm. having, you know, haven't been eaten right, and he just saw this horrible scene that you'll see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he has to ask himself, oh. at what point do I trust, you know, the Lord and sacrifice myself? God had a gun standing next to mm-hmm. him. He saw it in the trail, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to. God has a gun next to him. And he steps up to the mic, basically, and says, sing a different song. Let's be on some something different. And he says it almost in code. He looks in code through the, through the word in a way that people start shouting and speaking in tongues and, and, and praising. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it was a hard scene. We did it in one take. Um, we didn't have a lot of time, but we did it in one take. But it spoke to me because I felt like we need to sing a new song. Right. You know, in, in, in 2016, if we keep doing the same thing, you know, if the next 50 years, like the last 50 years, we are toast, bro. So are are, are you, I don't want to say concerned, that this movie will cause some type of revolt now? Because mm-hmm. this, could, this could be a dangerous time to put this let movie me, Let me be clear, all right? It's a quotable. I hope it makes people uncomfortable. I hope that it inspires a riotous disposition. Mm-hmm. Now, do I want violence? Absolutely not. We're, we're above that now. Why do we need to be violent when we got journalists, we got radio personalities, that's how we have social media? But that's not the same old song. Oh, the media is not, but everything else sounds like the same. Oh, no, watch this, watch this. Now Turner had ice handles and broomsticks, right? And he didn't have the right to assemble. So what does that mean? That means what we're doing right now in this room would have been illegal and we would all have been lynched. Right? Mm. Well, we do have a white candidate. Thank you. Oh, good, good, good. good. I can see your whole face. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said that. He was like, <laughs> he was like no, I plantation, we're going to strike. Mm-hmm. We're going to protest and walk around the main house. Like, he didn't, didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So he fought and, what, and the tools he had. You look now, right? If we can I mean the power we have, you look like Colin Kaepernick. Like, the, I always say when athletes get involved, it's about, things are going to change because we're messing with money. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's so many, if people, if nothing else, they walk out of that phone and says, I'm going to use my occupation to spearhead 
the systemic crisis I see in my own life, mm-hmm. my own community, things will change immediately. Does that mean marching? Maybe. Does it mean more than marching? Does it mean some people saying, no, nah, I ain't going to do that? I'm going to walk into my producer and tell him, I'm not saying that ever again. What? And sacrifice mm-hmm. somebody get fired. You know, is it whatever your occupation, what is your contribution? I want, you know, the biggest difference, I believe, between the civil rights movement of old and the civil rights movements of new is that people aren't willing to die. Anything that's ever done anything, done anything for our community that actually resulted in progress. I had to take a bullet today. I saw a video of people debating whether or not Nat Turner is a hero. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, that's not even a debate. Yeah. Is Patrick Henry a hero? Patrick Henry had slaves. That's we keep throwing this word around. Controversial. Well, anyone look up definition of controversial? Like it's controversial to say, "Give me liberty or give me death," and have slaves. Mm-hmm. That is that, those two things. That's oil and water. Doesn't go together. You know what I'm saying? Nat Turner was a Christian preacher who led a holy war against systemic oppression and paid for it by being hanged by the neck until dead, skinned in his flesh, crushed to grief. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if that's not walking in the footsteps of the ideals of this country, but not, if he's not a hero, then tell me who a hero mm-hmm. I, I challenge anyone. The, the good thing about the movie, too, is like when you say systemic oppression, I like that because it's not just saying white people because they had to go battle against their own who right. on the side of systemic oppression as well. Right. You're absolutely right, brother. Frederick Douglass has this dope quote where he says, when I became free, I began to see the, the uh, effects slavery had not only on slave but on slave men. Right, like we all, everyone around us has been passed down something. This from tra- this trauma, this wound that we won't keep let heal. We won't face it. We just won't because it's too uncomfortable, too painful. Now, how many times have you heard someone say, like in politics, you know, we got to have the race conversation? Have you ever had the race conversation with like, like, have we ever been like, okay, everyone? This is race conversation day. Race conversation day is going to be October 10th, right. right? Call your friends, order pizza, you know, and Coke and, and, and Coca-Cola. And, and, and come, over to the, right. come over to the house. Headline. No, come over. We're going to have a conversation on race. Invite people that don't look like you. We're going to come to the table. We're going to eat and be like, oh, so uh, race, like, you know, what do you, white privilege. What do, you, what do you think? No one's having that conversation. Yeah. You know, so at some point, you know, they say if you always do what you always done, you always get what you always got. America's always doing what they always done. That's shutting people up. That's attacking the people that, that resist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's keeping, protecting white privilege. And that's a problem for America. I would say healthier black community, healthier Latino community is a healthier United States. Do you, do you think your, your past rape charges will cause people not to see this movie with an objective eye? Because I saw an article in the New Yorker yeah. where the author didn't give it the best review, but it kept, he kept mixing you with the movie. And I'm like, listen, listen, presume dangerous and guilty. Presume dangerous and guilty. Like, yeah. that's, you know, the, the attack is the attack. You know, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? I think anyone that, it, that thinks it's important, right, to hear stories that have been erased from history that can aid in our progress as America, please to see this film, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. right? You take me out of it, whatever you feel about it. Whatever you feel about my acquittal, whatever you feel about my innocence, or whatever you feel just for a second, recognize if you call yourself a patriot, I think you have to take steps toward healing America. And if this, and if this film stands for something like that outside of me, then let's have that conversation. Let's, let's not take the baggage of whatever you've read in a headline and just say, I'm going to see what the film does. Like I said, it ain't about me. I, I hope it never, you know, like I said, if I drop dead on the floor, I don't want to do that. 
and the film lives on, we win. Can a black man ever be not guilty in America? Even if you're, you're acquitted, you're not guilty, but even when you was on 60 Minutes, they was like, he should have apologized. I'm like, he's maintained his innocence and got found not guilty. What, is, what do you want him to apologize for? Can a black man ever be truly not guilty? Um, it's, 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 a, it's a question worth asking, but at the same time, I think that we're more concerned about how we've been conditioned to see ourselves and less concerned about how we see us and we'll be able to really deal with crisis. Um, make, we have to make ourselves smaller. Richard Nat Turner made himself small that we might know his name and might follow in his footsteps toward liberation. Uh, and like I said, a good man who's inheritance for his children's children, that's biblical. So I'm not, you know, it doesn't say a good man, make sure his name is good when he dies. Like, I'm not tripping on him. You know, everything I'm doing, I'm doing for my children and my children's children. So that when they look up at that image of me, wherever it is, I'm in, hopefully looking fly in the oil painting, they can be like, you know what, man, my dad tried, you know, my great, 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 you know, whatever. He tried to do something. He tried to deal with it. They're not, you know, hopefully, even if they say they came for him, whatever, they try to do something. Mm-hmm. They definitely uh, try to divide. Yeah. They definitely try to divide. But that ain't new, man. That ain't new. Like, all I'm saying is, can we try to start with women and, and African-American women and have women against you? And then, you know, with, with the headlines, they definitely try to divide. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me that a black man can't be black if he's married to a white woman. That's the picture they try to paint. Uh, all, all I'm saying is this. Look at my resume. Do I care about black people? Do I care about systemic oppression? Uh, have I dedicated anything to raising all ships when it comes to progressing the conversation around America? Uh, I don't have to answer that question. You know what I mean? Uh, I will continue. Like I said, no one's going to take take my my seed. What I believe the, the Lord is putting me to, to to do for our community, do for our country. Uh, I'm just staying the course and staying focused, man, and, and the hope that you know the next what's the next project. You know, that's what I was going to ask you. What's next for Nate Parker now after you put out such a huge movie? Something with Tyler Perry because you have to. What kind of Hollywood? Who Hollywood? You have to put in the dress. Listen, I'm going to say this publicly. All right. <laughs> Leave Tyler Perry alone. <laughs> he's a friend of mine, and uh, he's a good brother. Did he give you some money? He did not give me money. Um, but he's a good brother. He's a good brother. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do next. You know, I'm going to do something. You know, whatever makes me as passionate about, you know, doing the work in the art as this has. You know, I stepped away eight years. You know, eight years I made this film. Stepped away two years to really get it together. Um, so the next thing, who knows? The next thing might take eight more years. I don't know. Yeah. You know, my art is a function of my acting. And I'm not tripping on Hollywood. I'm not tripping on money. I'm not tripping on awards. Like, I just want to wake folks up. You know, that's my goal. Like, I want to, you know, do art that inspires people that, you know, like I say, if I can get a 10-year-old kid to have a, you know, walking down the street playing with his friends, I'm that Turner. We win. That's the biggest win of them all. So, yeah, until he's chasing four little white kids around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Turner. <laughs> now, when people get to see it, how many theaters is it in? Because, you know, sometimes when these movies come out, it'd be in five theaters. It's a pretty big release. It's a massive release. Okay. Uh, and I, again, I got to give props to, to Fox. They have been supportive every step of the way. Right. Um, and I have to say that because, you know, they could have backed off. They right. But they're like, yeah, we're going to move forward. We have um, over 2,000 theaters, man. we everywhere. I can see it in Boston. You can see it in Boston. You can see it in Boston. And guess what? You know, a lot of our screens, especially our early screens, I mean, we played the Sundance for like 99% white audience. They cried. They shared the same napkins. I watched it with my own eyes. All the way, was, yeah, all the way. I saw it with 13 people. Mm-hmm. It was seven white guys in there. They all stormed out. Mm-hmm. Then five of them stormed out. Two of them just sat there. They mm-hmm. didn't move. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have a conversation, mm-hmm. but it was just like, I don't want to know what they was upset about. Well, well look, look, but 
but you're, you got to understand, you're interpreting that also through the feelings you were having at the moment, right? Like, like you stormed. You know, they, they may say, you know, black people looked angry, like, at the screen with fire in their eyes. They don't know what you were feeling. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to tell you, when I sat in Sundance and looked out at 90% white faces and they gave a standing ovation for six minutes, it let me know, no, this, you know, this, this thinking out of power. This is... Make no mistake. Will this uplift our community? Yes. yes. But, in, but in raising the tides, all ships will rise. We rescreened it at Toronto International Film Festival. Again, for predominantly white European, you know, Toronto International. They say black people don't, they say oh, international don't care about black characters. Nonsense. Mm. They say, oh, you, why don't you make a song with a black lead? Like, they don't want to see it overseas. Nonsense. We, are, we, we drive culture. Mm-hmm. We drive music. We drive actions. And I'm trying to tell you, we showed it at TIFF. Standing ovation to both theaters and both of them together with something like 2,500 theaters. People stood up and laughed and not laughed, I'm sorry, uh, 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 smiled because they were happy that it existed, clapped, cried, and I went out into the lobby. People were hugging and talking. Every time we screened it, people hang out in the lobby and talk about it. And you got the largest check cut in Sundance history. Do you think that mm-hmm. white guilt played a role in that? And this is what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect song. Right. You got the Black Lives Matter movement. You had the Oscar so white, mm-hmm. who's starving for sure. a movie of color, and the movie's good. Right? You think all of that contributed? I think the movie's good. Because guess what? If the movie was whack and it was perfect timing, they wouldn't have put up no bread. Right. Exactly. Why it's still a business? Right. right. Exactly. They looked at it and was like, "What is this reaction? We need to talk about it." I mean, if you can look it up on on, on YouTube, the reaction on Sunday, people were like, "Yo, this is this is crazy." You know what I mean? And uh, and so you know, and it's the biggest check of any film in acquisition history. You know which, in my opinion, lets you know it's not a slave, that there's liberation and triumph for everyone to grab hold of. People don't just attach to films because they think other people attach to it. Either it speaks to their spirit or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, when I sat with Fox and I sat with a lot of other studios, they were still affected. That night, we were all in the room, tears still in our eyes about what we thought the power of this film could be. You know what I'm saying? They, they signed on for the education. When I sat down, I said, look, before we get into, like, all this other stuff, there needs to be an educational component. We need to figure out a way to get to some schools. I don't know if it means cutting an airline version so we can have the, the, the graphic stuff out so young people can see it. Because guess what? We lose them at 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. We get this thing in middle schools and high schools, a watchable version. It will affect Absolutely. young people. You know, we, we did a book. You know what I mean? They were like, you want to do a book, right? Most films do a book. It's like a picture book, right? So you see all the pictures. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do a book of essays. So I got all these educators and academics to, like, dive into Nat Turner, what he means today. There's a section called Nat Turner Matters, kind of, like, links it to the Black Lives Matter. The section calls, uh, called um, the History of Revolution or Resistance. So it talks about Stonewall Rebellion. It talks about Denmark, D.C., Gabriel Prosser, all the way through. It talks about all of these. So when so we can take this book and put it in schools, it can go right next to that Huffington Mifflin book that has taken out slavery, and you can learn specifically in a book of essays that talks about Nat Turner in the context of liberation, all the people that also was, you know, that's the box office numbers mean nothing to you. Not that it means nothing, because I think that if, if a movie works, then someone that you know they've been trying to get the, the uh, two side over tour, you know, thing off the ground. You know what I mean? And they've been trying to tell a story of you know Sojourner Truth. They're trying to story, tell a story of Harry Tubbs. Haitian Revolution. Haitian well, Revolution. Yeah. Guess what? If this film performs, and it's, it's business. Right. So they're gonna be like, well, I guess they do like films about you know. Black people standing up and fighting. Are there any more of those? Yeah. I mean, how did you raise the money yourself, though? Like, well, will Hollywood front these stories? 
if Hollywood thinks they can make money, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if this movie makes money, then it's, no one's going to look at it like this is a black slave. This They're going to look and say, this is a movie make money. So what are the other films and scripts that have those themes that we have in the, in the, in the, in the, on the deck because we can make more money? And that's not a Hollywood thing. And even investors, it'll make it easier just for investors to say, Dude, this could work. My investors almost tripled their money when we sold it to Sunday. So we're already in the black. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't own anything of the money. You know, I, I, it's to make them, we have to sell away a lot of it. You know, it's like if I wanted you to like, hey, the, uh, Andy, I, want, I want you to do the music, right, but I can't pay scale. And you'd be like, well, my quote is this. And I was like, I only got that. And you say, okay, give me, give, me, give me a percentage of money. Oh, okay. So a lot of people are going to get a lot. You know, I'm not going to get a lot. Talk to them. They get, they're going to get, everyone's going to take up. You know, you know, the upside for me is just being able to continue to tell, tell right. stories, you know, but, but all of my investors, you know, uh, they they celebrate a victory at Sundays because you know all their equity was um, yeah. almost tripled. You know, so it's it's you know I, I do believe you know there's a lot to be gained from this film. You know, October seventh. You know, I want to say tonight it, it will uh, you know Thursday night tonight midnight you'll be able to watch the film. And guess what? It's, it's young people. You know, I don't beg, but I'm begging you. I'm begging you to go to see this film. And for nothing else, just to see. If you don't like it. Don't say nothing. If you're not pulled in and hooked in it, walk out. You know, I'm not. But just give it a shot to see if there's anything for you in it. There's a line in the film where they said they're killing black people for no reason at all being black. Like this, I have to write this. So I voted for young people. They, 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 you will see the themes that will attach to you. You know what I'm saying? You get out of school, you get out of practice, whatever. Go check the film out. They're going to love it, man. Luke Cage ain't got nothing on that term. And I love Luke Cage. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love Luke Cage. He ain't got nothing on that term. They always say things like, I could have never been a slave, man. With a minute they told me to do this. This is the movie for you. This is the movie for you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Oh, come on. We really appreciate it. The movie, go see it tonight, midnight, also tomorrow. I'm, like I said, I'm in Boston this weekend. I'm going I'm 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 to call some listeners. Let me bring them tissues with you. I'm I'm not, not, I know, I know you are crying. You ain't going to want to talk to none of them white people in Boston. There's a black people in Boston. There's a lot of white people in Boston. And guess what? I'm telling tell you, they're going to be down and give you the proper handshake after they walk right. out. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. Don't talk to me, my brother. Please. I'm going to be a movie in Boston that show that we're going to go see it. I'm going to pay for some of the list. That's what's up. That's big. I appreciate it. I'm going to do that. Oh, nice. Oh, no, right. I got $200. I appreciate it. Right. That's the end of that right there. Black Power, Black Power family. Okay, now we'll see brother, who was that brother Griff that said that nigga was bipolar in this deal? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. what talking about. I shake. You feel me? Well, what's the take, man? What's your take? This thing right here, man. I don't know. I know at the end, though, he verified what I said. Because I was saying that, listen, they're talking the movie down. But the thing is about let's see how much the movie do. And if the movie do good, then, yeah, they want to see that. Remember, Django came out, and niggas was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucked with Django. You know what I'm saying? This shit come out is doing a little different. I don't know why. I, I'm trying to figure out why. But I, I, I just think that people got to the end, to the point where, like I said, when uh, Snoop came out, and you had some of the popular entertainers come out and say, yo, we tired of these slaves. And that put a thought in the people's mind. 
And, yo, we, we tried to go and see slave movies. You know what I'm saying? So it helped up because I'm telling you, our people was pushed by these popular entertainers. Well, I, I like to share something. But who was pushing it through them? But who was pushing it through them? That's white people shit. You know what I'm saying? To tell you to forget about your horror, what the queen called our horror or horror. To not remind motherfuckers. To not keep putting out propaganda promoting mm-hmm. shit. Or not promoting it, but telling the story. I used the wrong words. My bad. But you know what I'm saying. You you can't tell no other people that shit. You feel me? But but we see Snoop Dogg, like you said, come out and say that shit. You know what I'm saying. We see other, like you say, other entertainers come out and say that shit. But who idea is this to start with? It's just like when motherfuckers say you need to stop saying nigga. Okay, yeah, you a black person telling me that shit. But who? Who who was coming up with this shit? Who who originally said niggas need to stop saying nigga? Why we can't say nigga? All that old, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's it. I hear some people saying that. I hear other people saying that too. But I feel like you stop doing that, then then what? No, see that's well. I I I well I I you know I. Finishing up everything he said, he did juxtapose that with he wanted to see some some more revolutionary type of thing, type of stuff. But just that whole thought of a slave movie, you know what I'm saying? It just you know it put a, it put a, a thought out there into the minds of the people. You know, we're looking for something new. You know what I mean? And then another thing is that Nat Turner is is something that they. You know, you can say it was a real thing. And you heard what he said, right? You heard what the what the bull said. He said, yo, he said fucking, he talked about how in that Turner confession is going to pull a surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know which one he was talking about, right? He okay, talked about the Mandy Marable because he even mentioned the homosexuality and the, and, and the lust after the white woman. Well, I think he was talking, my opinion, I thought he was talking about the William Styron. Yeah, that's what I meant to say, Styron. William Styron. My you bad, I, I apologize. I, yeah, I get him and um, him and the Joker who made the Malcolm X book mixed up all the time, William Styron. That's right. I, I would like to add something out of the Dr. Clark response Um the book that he edited responds to the William Styron because, see, the Thomas Gray, even though he was a straight-up racist, um, he is supposed to have been the one who had interviewed uh, Prophet Nat. His confessions come out a year after. Mm-hmm. 19, I mean, excuse me, 1832, right? Mm-hmm. So according to what is supposed to be from Nat Turner himself, he speaks with fondness of his father and mother who taught him to read and write. Mm-hmm. He also remembers his grandmother who he says um, he was um, very much attached to and that the grandmother was religious. And according to tradition, Nat Turner's mother was an African native, native who hated slavery so much that she was determined not to add to the slave population and that Nat Turner's buff 
she was so enraged that she had to be tied to keep her from murdering that turtle. Mm-hmm. Now, see. the cracker later throw this back a generation and put it on Nat Turner's mother mother who did this. But according to Nat Turner and the tradition at that time, it was his mother who did this at his birth. I say. And I and I wanna uh also add on what Brother Boyd said earlier. I, I just feel like right now the only kind of uh, slave movie that would have been able to uh, to to rock really at this point in time would have been the revolutionary slave. Movie. That's really the only story they could have possibly told right now. That the people would people ain't accepting no to help no more. Niggas ain't trying to listen to that. shit. They ain't trying to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? No, none of that. What we just disturbed uh, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And family, I just want to also add another piece. According to Wynton um, Worth Higgins, contemporary newspaper reports said that Nat Turner's wife was tortured under the lash after her husband's execution to make her produce his papers. Higgins' report is supported by the oral tradition by the cracker he mentioned, W.S. Dewey reports, that Nat Turner's son, Riddick, um, survived him. Like, oh, one thing that I didn't really like about the movie, man, is it didn't really show, it didn't really show the fact that Matt had got that. He already knew he was going to pop it off from a young man. You know what I'm saying? Which is one thing he, he, he spoke of to the original nigga, that he had got that vision long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was a lot of really more, way more strategizing and plotting and planning to it than, than, you know, they made it just seem as if, you know, the only he was just mad at the time, so he rocked it. But, you know, it was way more, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you're right about that. And, and like he had been, like the brother said earlier, he had been uh, studying, seeing what was happening in Haiti. He had been seeing Graber Prosser. He had been seeing all that stuff was happening right there, right before. You know what I'm saying? Right before. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I just wish you would have explained a little bit of that. But I, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know what? I'm going to tell you this, Brother Jones. This is what I think that it would have made. It would made it more cinematic and more uh, more appealing to black people after after if the rebellion scenes was longer. Mm-hmm. After after the the scenes where it was just so much uh, it was like the, the story it didn't drag but it just it was um so much of a like like a a, a drama without any action at that time that the action you thought you know you look right about you looking for right about that. It ain't there, you know what I'm saying? Because once the action started, they, they added that fake scene at the end that we know didn't really even happen. You know what I'm saying? The 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 uh, Jerusalem scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, that really didn't even happen. But that's where I will see 
where they would add, we got to put some entertainment in the shit. You know what I'm saying? So we got to remember at the end of the day, man. <laughs> yeah, now, look, you see, that's what we were talking about when I was saying about the, yeah. the, the Christian thing. Okay, well, one of the things I had, um, one of my biggest problems with the movie is the uh, portrayal of the uh, uh, Cracker Beast bitch. It's how he portrayed her as a sympathizer instead yeah. of the, instead of the uh, monster that she was. And I have a big problem, you know, like um like the one was saying earlier about the part when you know when she found out that he could read. Oh, okay, come on and come on that turn and come up in here and, and read. Let me show you how to read, huh? And that's a straight lie. And the then they got go ahead, Queen. No, Queen, I cut you off. My bad. No, I was, I was finished. That was about all I was saying but, about that. Go ahead. I'm good. But let's also but Queen, I want to add on to that is that he said that he wasn't fucking with the Styron shit. But that come out of William Styron shit. Mm-hmm. That's that comes straight you know. out of his confessions that the Cracker Beast bitch was the one who taught him to read. That don't come out the original confessions that uh, Nat Turner was supposed to have given Mother to the other Cracker, Thomas Gray. That's what I'm saying. So that's why that's why he was playing. That's why when you know now now I really get what Brother Griffith's saying that the nigga you know he on the flip flop and this nigga on on both sides of the fence. He's double talking over here because. Why would he even mention the motherfucking, the, the bullshit book? Why would not go straight to the heart of the motherfucking matter? But because he pulled from me. He told on himself. You know, and then that made me think of the scene where they had Nat Turner reading to to the crackers in the church. So here we got about 10, 15 crackers in the church, and that mm-hmm. baby Nat Turner is reading to them. Mm-hmm. I was scratching my head on that part too. So some parts that just made me scratch my head, you know. Um, and like I said, I didn't really see any part with the, except towards the end, that um showed the the cracker bees bitch in a in a negative light. Except the end, after he had killed everybody, and they were stomping them or hitting them or you know saying stuff to them. But other than that. You know, so I, I I really didn't like that, and I guess because he's married to one, you know, he feel I guess he felt like that they was our friend. I don't know. Well, I would I would like to add this to put a little context to you know what I'm saying, because I I think he did go overboard with that, but he also <laughs> was trying to show that. Where 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 that the plantation that was on was kind of one of the more friendlier ones, you know what I'm saying? As far as I mean, we know it's still harsh and it's still it's still slavery, you know what I'm saying? But you see that that the way this man this man really ain't a, a rich uh, slave owner. He's a poor ass drunk motherfucker. I mean, not poor, but he a drunk, you know what I'm saying? And really really like. I don't want to say that fairly, but he ain't treat him as harshly as you've seen when that started going to the other plantations. You see what I'm saying? That was around in the surrounding areas. When you go to them and see how they treated they, treated they niggas. You know what I'm saying? 
But you know, Brother Tim, that's in a twisted message too. Because it says that uh, our ancestor Nat Turner, who had a quote-unquote decent one, if there's such a thing. I, I can't even imagine it. Yeah, it's not a thing. It's no you know thing. what I'm saying? That he becomes <laughs> the one that kill him, and the one that get the ones that are brutal to him, they don't rise up. So if the more yep. brutal you are to us, we'll be more docile. The more easier you are, then you get the revolutionary kind. You see what I'm saying? No, 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 Queen. Hold on, hold on. Whenever he was going to those other plantations, you know what I'm saying. And yes, they was they was more brutal, but the slaves was more was more, uh, you know what I'm saying, rebellious. You know what I'm saying? Because if you notice, see, that's what I liked about the movie is he put a lot of he he really he he really had a lot of subtle shit in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Where Goddamn, it's a lot of, you, you got to have to know the context of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but, brother, I just want you to see the symbolism whenever, that I'm... Whenever, I'm hold on, Queen, hold on. Just get, let me get this piece out real quick. Whenever he goes to the other uh, to the other plantations, he see the heart, right? He see the motherfucker. I don't fuck it up for everybody. But, you know, he see the harsh shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, okay, so so then, but, but who is he seeing the harsh shit? being done to. He's seeing it being done to the niggas that was running away, the niggas that, that goddamn I mean was plotting to kill niggas, you know what I'm saying, to kill the white folks and shit. He, he 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 was he them was the motherfuckers they was bringing out in front of him for him to preach to. And what was he preaching to him? That side. You know what I'm saying? Uh don't turn against your master. Woo 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 woo. Do 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 you know what I'm saying? So so when we see that it wasn't that them, they was treating us worse, and we were been hell no, hell no. Brother, what I'm getting at is that you don't get a Nat Turner that rise out of that environment. See, see what I'm saying? See, for for a cracker, that could be a, a, a message there. You you saying they had the rebellious spirit, and not, rightfully so. Somebody treating you like that, I would think you would. But the message of the movie, that just the symbolism is saying, even in that environment, it is not that environment that produces the Nat Turner. It is it's the plantation the that's not harsh. It's the one where it's just smart. Nat Turner. And I just want to add a quote oh. that he said. He said that this movie, right, the movie that he did, this was the the whole purpose behind this was for the bonding and solidarity for bonding that bonding and solidarity will be had in the name of Jesus. Mm. That's what he said on the Breakfast Club. Yep, I heard it, Queen. Yeah, I wrote yeah, it down. Yeah. I got wrote a few things down that I'm gonna speak on as we go on with this dialogue. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, you know our people, man. Our people are good Christians at the end of the day. They, I mean, at the end of the day, that's just where they at. You know what I'm saying? Well, when I was watching it, I didn't really um, get the, you know, maybe he was trying to show Christianity in a different light. But to me, he was showing it in a different way to me. You know what I'm saying? He was showing how it was being used to keep us submissive. He did, at the end, however, use it, you know, start talking about how he's using it to um, to come up out, out of it. But still, 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Was, I don't know if I got that. If I yeah, got that part out of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? With, with the you know, the with the Christianity deal. Well he just said I, I'm I just gonna buy before he oh. just be just listened to. You know what I mean? Hold well, no, on, he had a yeah, 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 I I know I uh, I was listening too when he said it. But I was trying to figure out where he, you know what I'm saying? So he must have been thinking he was doing, I don't know. I've just seen something different. Listen, yeah, right. I, I don't remember the scene. He did one scene, right, where, um, where he, he did one scene in there where you could see the Jesus motif in his, in, 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 right? But this is what I want to say is that he had a Malcolm X moment in the joint, right? Now, y'all remember in the Malcolm X movie, and even though, you know, we're going by because it's a movie, earlier dating, remember when Malcolm was battling and preaching inside the church with scripture and shit? Mm-hmm. Like he did, he busted, you know, he busted the preacher ass with the scripture. With the scripture, yeah. Like, 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 the system we did about. Yeah. He busted preacher ass with the scripture. They put around <laughs> bust him in his face with the goddamn pistol. And see, like, at first, when he first was going to the plantation, he first, you know, he was just preaching whatever he had to preach. But then, you know, the more that he was going, the more he could see that, that um, you know, it was like he was able to read better. So he reading it. He never already read and read the whole book. So he already know that there's different shit in the book. That the crackers ain't even thinking about, you know what I'm saying, in the motherfucking book. Mm-hmm. So when he first laid out, you know what I'm saying, when he first uh, busted out on them, really on some real hard body shit, the crackers didn't know what the fuck he was really saying. You know what I'm saying? They just knew that the that the, the motherfucking the the the, the uh, uh, prisoners of war that they had right there, the POWs. That they had all of a sudden caught the spirit. He just knew yep. that they caught the spirit all of a sudden. Yep. That they was okay with what was going on. Somehow they was going to be able to move forward, not knowing that at that point in time, like it, it just became a point in time that he was planting the seeds of insurrection with the word he was reading. Instead of reading, you know, instead of reading the meat, you know, he was reading strike down the demons and, and the evil hand and all types of shit like that. The evil yoke of the master and all type of shit. Throw down your yokes and he was reading shit like that. They didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, they, 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 the practice didn't know what the fuck you talking about. The only one who I think was on to it was the fucking was the uh was his own was his own master. Yeah, yeah. now nah, was his own his own you know what I'm saying his own boss. I think he was on to what was being said, but. He's seen that the white boys in them couldn't understand what was being said, so he was like, fuck it. I'm just trying to get a couple of motherfucking uh, shekels out of this shit. So then I was like, get the shekels. I'm all right. To me, it was showing the contradictions that's in the in the Bible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how the t- certain parts, I don't know. Now, cause remember that what he did. He brought him around the campfire. Remember, um, he brought him around. The, remember, he brought him around the campfire and was telling him that that listen, man, 
this block Bible everywhere that they say one thing good, man. It say something that help us out. Anywhere yeah. that say that if we're supposed to be a slave is another place to say we're supposed to break free. Um, you know what I'm but you know, yeah. to me again, that is advocating that the Bible has its place. I say uh, that it can but, be. Uh, wait a minute, hold on. Let me let me lay that it, that it can be uh, used in our liberation. And I would say that where the, he has the ancestor saying that in one place, the Bible says. Uh, uh, may say something about, you know, enslavement being okay, seek for your liberation. The fact of the matter is that there is not one passage in that Bible that is anti-slavery. You can't Mm. find one. So Mm. I would think that Prophet, the great ancestor, Nat Turner, would have realized that about that Bible, knowing how well he knew it. And that's why why I believe... And for that not to come across, it's, again... Like he said, I'm going by his words. His words is that he hoped for this, the hope for this movie, the purpose of this movie, that bring bonding between, and what I'm guessing he's saying bonding in South Delhi, he's talking about between black and white people, right? All people in America, the Milton Pop, <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Because <laughs> that is the religion of this country, right? It's like I heard what he said on that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can feel. I mean, I mean, damn, I hear what you're saying, bro. But when I seen the movie, I mean, the brother kept he kept referring back to the he he kept having that refer back to the voodoo culture of his religion. Brother Kemp, right? Listen, right? I watched the movie, right? Check this out. And I'm going to tell you, I felt like they had a more Christian theme in there because we've seen, we seen the voodoo ritual at the beginning, the opening. And the opening pop, I think that if it wouldn't, if it would have went a little bit, because the rest of the movie was like, it was like an hour and 25 minutes. Uh, on him being a Christian during his Christian life. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And you're so right. then, and then, it, and that's what I'm saying. That's where, that's how I, it wasn't that the Christian thing was just thrown all the way in your face, but it was so long of uh, him doing the preaching, him talking the Bible, him getting the spirit and all of those type of things, and those themes going along with what was going on, that that's where at the overall, that's how it started to get that theme off that the book could be used, you know what I'm saying, in a good way because he didn't have a – if they would have shortened that time up and went to the action, we could have and, – and, and they would have went You know what I'm saying? Right when, I think about the, it, when I think about it, you and the queen, y'all, y'all both write about it as far as they did have a heavy theme for that in the, in the movie, you know what I'm saying? So I can't, I can't say nothing against that. Y'all, y'all shared, y'all 100% on that. And, and that's where, and you know, that's where, that's how it came up. And, and to me, that's why I say, I like, it's pros and cons in the movie. You know what I'm saying? I see some pros. Let, let me ask you this, brother boy. Do you think that I was reading that wrong when I say that it kept, that it, when I say that it was showing him reverting back to to uh, the, the voodoo culture? Was I reading that scene wrong or something? Or was I reading those scenes wrong? 
So I might have been looking at it wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, you know listen, what I'm talking I, about with him. I'm gonna tell you, right? I came to, I stayed in the movie theater for the whole movie, right? But, but for certain scenes, I only just listen to him because sometimes when I'm watching a movie, I get lost in the picture and the dialogue uh, evade my motherfucking mind sometimes. So uh, it's a picture. More of the scene, like um, whenever they had them in the. Um, I can't describe it. When he's in the paint, the African paint, I can, yeah. I believe that there's oh, a... Oh, yeah, you know what? You know what? Hold up. I got you. 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 You right. In the woods. You yeah. right. You yeah, right. They you know what? I got you. Over and over. They reverted yeah. back to the scene over and over. That's why I say exactly. got a lot yeah, of they, subtle they, things they, in the movie, yeah, man. Yeah, they totally so, did. So it's something, it's something. It's a movie that you have to see again. you have to see it multiple times because... I mean, nah, you first know, off, you right off people right. don't understand the conditions of slavery that we was in anyway. So they wouldn't know the context of the movie. You see what I'm saying? I remember. Now, you know what this movie says? I'm saying, man, the only, yo, know, listen, they get the open uh, if you can open up dialogues so you can get people to see my opera, so you can get people to see Goodbye on the Time, so you can get people to see what the fuck this shit really was going down, and then you get the bell with them on the motherfucker on the real winners and champions and the only way that we can get back to the winning status is do the winning type of thing. That means motherfucking uh uh draw the line, you know what I'm saying? Make everybody work hard and make the cut and go out with the best motherfucking team. I sure uh, I know I'm like I said, I'm I'm going maybe watch this shit tomorrow on, on on the bootleg joint type of thingy. But he said things on this interview that was troubling to me. You know, um, he speaks of cognitive dissidence and not even recognizing it within himself. Okay. Um, he mentioned at one point that we don't need violence. You know, like how you saw in that movie. First, I want to say um, I was troubled by his rationale for not showing the killing of white uh, Cracker Beast babies and bitches in the movie. He purposely did not do that, and I could then see why uh, the Cracker Beats would put money behind it. Uh, just want to put that to a side. He says, we don't need violence. We're above that now, okay? We have journalists as an example. You know, we have power. You know, we have athletes. You know, there's, there's um, no need for violence. And the difference between the civil rights of old and now is that we're not willing to um, die, you know. We're not willing um, to take a bullet. So while he's saying this, I'm thinking to myself, you know, where he's saying that we're not willing to die, this civil rights movement, the difference between here, this time and now, you know, why is the mindset is that, you know, we're not willing to kill? You know why huh? is that? I'm I'm not. I got to be like uh the the Christianity side in the Bible, turn the other cheek type shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where he says that we're not willing to take a bullet. Why is it the mindset that we're not willing to give a bullet? You know. Okay. So well, I, I find all that shit troubling. We don't right. got no motherfucking power. What what is he talking about? Because we got journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Troubling to me too. It was very troubling. He thought he was real revolutionary. I was over here laughing. I said, like, "This nigga think he is revolutionary." 
why. Yeah, that was, when I heard him say that, I didn't even give it another thought. Just to, I, I, and I'm glad you pointed out because I I didn't even really hear that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really hear it like that. People are breaking it down. Queen, what else you got? You you kill you, you touching from some tele because it was a long interview for us to just sit yeah. like almost an hour and then burst it up. But yeah, you touching on some major pieces. Mm-hmm. He mentioned that how the movie wasn't anti-white, That's and basically awesome. that white people of that time, you know, there weren't bad white people, and, and he wanted to get that across in his movie, you know, that it was the system that the system was crafted, you know, in such a way that, you know, they couldn't go against it. So they were forced to kidnap us and treat us three-fifths of a human being and have the sex plantations and keep us in bondage for hundreds of years. They couldn't, you know, doing their hands was tied. Fuck out of here. Oh, that's powerful, man. Why? Well, I said this is a dangerous cat, man. This dude is is, is highly dangerous. I just wanna, I wanted to try to uh, put some in here. I had put this in the hangout. Um, I had wrote, um, family. I peeped that Breakfast Club interview and the TD Snakes interview with Nate Darker, and came and came to an awareness that this dude is very dangerous to the liberation of African people. He is a walking contradiction, professing his love and devotion for African people, but but couldn't find a woman of African descent to marry and have children with. This nigga is also a fanatical Christian, and to me seems to be a fag or severely effeminate. This film seems to have a very strong Christian agenda, and that's the most dangerous element to me. If this movie was in any way a threat to the status quo, it wouldn't be out. No motherfucker with a white wife should ever be allowed to play the role of Nat the Prophet Turner. Nat was not a Christian, but an African revolutionary who used Christianity as a tool in the liberation of African people. And I said, yeah, this dude's dangerous, man. You got to be real careful with this shit. You see how he acting like he has such a hard time getting the money for the film, and I knocked on doors, and I just kept on persevering, and the Lord opened up a way so this film could come to be. And if one 10-year-old child is able to say, one 10-year-old black child is able to say, I'm Nat Turner, then we win. It's a win. And I'm telling you, nah, nigga, it's a loss, nigga. You hit a white bitch beast, and your intent is not the liberation of African people. Your intent is multiculturalism. And and all of this, you see, this is the thing, man. When you make a film, it's not only what you see, it's what you don't see. There's all types of undertones, subliminals, and this film is not meant to free the mind of the African, man. 
they they've been studying our people for so family, long. My family, Hold up, brother T. Hold up, brother T. Let me let me get this out real quick, big bro. They've been studying the African for so long, the psyche of the African man. This is why we in the condition we in. They 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 know us, man. They didn't broke us down from every angle and put us back together. So they know what make us tick. They know what make us docile. They know how to poke and prod and, and to get a reaction out of us from every angle damn near, man. This is why it's always just a select few of us that's able to see through this fuckery, man. It's only a select few. Everybody else be thinking they be knowing this shit, and they be like, oh, yeah, we need to, uh, we need to get these economics. We need to get this money, black, black economic empowerment and shit, because niggas don't know what's up, because they be getting bits and pieces of a puzzle that the motherfucking white man who broke it down, created it, and you're not even the African no more. Niggas is trying to re-Africanize themselves. But in the midst, is so much fuckery going on, niggas end up getting halfway to, you know, halfway, a quarter of the way, and fall right back into the trap. You know what I'm saying? Nigga get some money, and this is it's, it's a wrap. But it's only a few cats, and the people who, who really break the chains is the motherfuckers that, that's usually on the bottom. The nigga with the money. I got to say this. Yeah. I got to say this. You know what I'm saying? Your issues, bro, you, have, you haven't seen the, you have seen the movie, so your issues are, are pretty much with the person. You see what I'm saying? We kind of have to goddamn me. We kind of have to goddamn. I ain't say we got to look past that because, no, you can't look past that. But goddamn, you know what I'm saying? We can't get caught up on that, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're we really past that. The movie is already here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, brother, so, brother Tim. So how we feel about the person that directed it? I mean, you can feel that way, and that's true. I'm not saying nothing you're saying about that is wrong. You know what I'm saying? But but the movie is here for you to tell the people that the movie is detrimental without having seen it. That's that's sad. That's that's bad for us, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's bad because that's automatic. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about, you know what I'm saying? With, listen to me, though, family. You know what I'm saying? We talk about the young black brother getting to see some see some propaganda where he's pushing the line. You know what I'm saying? You have to show that. You have to show that. No matter how you feel about that motherfucker, you got to show that. You know what I'm saying, bro? Bro, Tim. Because my nigga, right. all day they are getting bombarded with images of us motherfuckers. Bro, Tim, this is why I'm and telling losing, you. Bro. So it don't bro. matter how we feel about that motherfucker uh, personally, bro. That's personal. No, man. You this is why I'm that, telling that, you, brother no, Tim. You, you look, I'm not looking at. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm not looking at Nate Parker, man. Fuck Nate Parker, man. He's a but tool for white supremacy, man. That's what you're doing if you tell a family nah, bro, that this what is I'm, not a good movie because of that nigga, bro. Listen, listen. What I'm saying is this, man. First of all, this is not the first piece of. Uh, of uh, 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 house nigga propaganda, man. This ain't the first little piece of propaganda that they didn't use and put some niggas in there killing. We just talked about Django. The only thing I really liked about Django was the nigga was shooting up some crackers. Bro, but yeah, Django came out in 2014, bro. That mean, that mean my nigga, for two years, in the last two years, we done got some, some white folks killing, getting killed. That's nah, listen two years what, listen against, what against, against, against what, against 200 years of us taking losses, nigga. Listen to what I'm saying, Brother Tim. I don't give a fuck get, what the directors done, bro. Bro, 
my nigga. Listen to me, family. Listen to me, bro. The bro, the, the the motherfuckers that that did the good bark of Tom shit, my nigga. You feel me? The motherfuckers that did that shit probably was the most racist motherfuckers in the motherfucking world. We don't know. We know they want America. We know that they have no problem with going over there and just really just goddamn showing it just graphically, my nigga. So 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 goddamn, you had to have some kind of pass to be there to to be able to do that. They was probably the most racist motherfuckers. But you crazy as hell. You know what I'm saying, bro? Because it's not. They don't Brother know. Tim, listen, right? man. Listen, man. Sometimes. But hold up, though, man. Hold up. Hold up. Sometimes. First of all, like I said, it's not the first piece of propaganda, man. I liked the, the Django. Only thing I liked about the Django shit was that he shot some white people up. But the con- the context of the movie was some fuckery, man. So what you saw was one wild nigga. No niggas wanted to team up with the nigga. The nigga went for his woman. After that, fuck the rest of y'all niggas. Y'all handle y'all shit the way y'all gotta handle it. It was, it was, it really was. Niggas dropped the ball, man. So if you get this type of information with no context, brother Tim, it's not gonna so happen. Family, it's right. So family, are you telling? Are you telling? Are you saying that that the family shouldn't go see the movie? Yeah. What I'm saying is this. Fuck the movie, man, because it's gonna be it's movies out. It's gonna be some more movies out. They use first of all, you gotta understand what Nat Turner represents. This is why they pick Nat. He didn't just get picked happenstantially, man. They pick Nat Turner because niggas know who Nat Turner is. His name ring bells. You know what I'm saying? Since I was a young cat, yeah. So they use this movie to reshape and remold and give you an image of Nat Turner that was not Nat Turner. That wasn't that turn on the screen. I can't man. agree with I can't I can't agree with your thought on that if you haven't seen the movie though, family. That's what I'm saying. Well, you can't this is that, the thing. This is the thing. You can't make that that conclusion without first seeing the movie. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm making because, a conclusion. No I'm making a conclusion based on this. I'm making a conclusion based on this. I'm making a conclusion based on this. If they gave you the real motherfucking that turner nigga, they wouldn't have been able to make the movie with it. They gave you the real Malcolm, they wouldn't have been able to make the movie with it. You see what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. You're right. Goddamn right. And I feel what you said. You're right. But, but, nigga, but they still gave you awesome. something. That, that, that's yeah. what I said earlier, fam. That's where it's cut. My nigga come in. My nigga, they get it up there. You you, you just spark the mind. You, you you put it up the screen. You bring your babies in there. Your baby goddamn the mind might get sparked. You don't know. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas seen Malcolm and walked out and said it was a good movie or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas seen Malcolm and went and said, nigga, I'm going to go read the book. You know what I'm saying? Then the book led him to this. Then the bet to let him that. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying, brother? I see what you're saying. The seed gets planted. Movie, That's what you're saying. Movie. It's the a seed getting planted. It's a seed, bro. It's a seed, huh? my nigga. It's I feel seed, you. Man. And I feel you. It's I feel you. For nothing more than that, bro. I ain't for shit. I don't want shit from him. And we definitely cannot goddamn say, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the Nat Turner movie. I'm going to take my babies over here and see whatever. whatever. Nigga, we, I could take my baby to the library. I got the library in the basement. You know what I'm saying? going to be some goddamn bullshit going to fuck with their head, my nigga. At least they're going to get some shit. At least goddamn show them something going to power them in the way, bro. Okay, but here's what here's what I'm saying with you though, uh, brother Tim. 
You got you can get these slicks, man. You can get the spook who sat by the door. You can get, you know what I'm saying, San Coco. You can't just sit your babies down at the crib and have a movie night, my nigga, and drop some heavy shit on them. You don't have to take Even them to the cinema. Still. Even still what? Even still, family. San Coco, my nigga, I love the movie. You know what I'm saying? Spook who sat by the door, I love the movie. I got both of them, my nigga. There's only two. We name it so few movies, my nigga, that's showing us in a good, in a, in a revolutionary, in a fighting back life. So few, my nigga. Because then I said, it, 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 if you get any of them, my nigga, you got to support that. You got to show nah, that. Nah, man. At least I, it, I, yeah, you can show it, but don't big up your enemy. Don't big up your enemy. Put Like I said, there's an agenda behind all this shit, man. You have to understand. Will you take your baby to go see the Malcolm X movie? Man, nah, that ain't the way I teach though. I don't I don't I don't enlighten my children through, you know what I'm saying, using the beast uh propaganda and then trying to flip it on them and give them the lowdown. Like nigga, first of all, the one one important thing that African people have to understand is this. We have to start teaching our babies how to fucking read, like sit down and use your mind to read and analyze shit. Because when you when you start bypassing, see, this is what happened. When you give a motherfucker a visual, it it is it, it it has a greater impression. But what it does is it allows another motherfucker to tell you your story. Depending on how that shit's on the screen, another motherfucker is giving you the depiction of your story. Now, when you go in them books and you read and you study and analyze, it causes the mind to have to, you got to visualize this shit. You have to make the connections. You have to you know, begin to dissect and implement your creative mind on top of these words, this literary aspect. This is when you start learning how to critically think. When a motherfucker give you a movie, man, it shuts part of your brain analysis down, and you lose when that shit happens. That's my man, position. I say, I, say, I say it's our propaganda. Okay. It's our propaganda, my nigga. No matter if it's in you write about that magazine form. Motherfucking movie form. It's all propaganda, bro. You know what I'm saying? So any, look, propaganda, I, I, I any, propaganda, any propaganda that you can use for the liberation of your people, bro, you use okay. that shit, my nigga. Listen, listen you to this, brother Tim. That, bro. Listen to this, brother Tim. Okay, listen to this, brother Tim. You could take some fucking Medea movies and shit, and you could peep out a couple of pieces in some of those movies and be like, that was some real shit right there. But would you sit your fucking seat down and watch a bunch of Medea shit and be trying to school them like, okay, look, right there, yeah, you can re- that's, that's some real nigga shit right there. Man, that's the, oh, at the end of the day, that's the beast giving you a motherfucking breakdown and an image of yourself. Not necessarily an image that you created. Okay, See what I'm saying, there, bro. But but also at the end of the day, nigga, this beast is bombarding your children with motherfucking negative propaganda, bro. Bombarding for children, my nigga. Here's the, here, here's bombarding the thing, though. Them, no matter where they go, if they go. To okay, the here, here's the thing, if, though. If bro. they go on, a, if they look at a commercial, no matter what, bro, they bombard your no, motherfucking ass oh. with motherfucking propaganda, bro. That's that's against blacks, my nigga. That's totally that's the, that's the, I know. Okay. Still, though, so, so showing this Nat Turner movie is going to stop that? This Nat Turner flick is supposed to stop that shit? No, that's not what I'm saying, family. That's what, what I'm saying. I'm saying, bro. I feel you. 
bone found. Nah, I'm hearing you. That's why I'm saying this shit ain't really nothing. It ain't nothing. If they made this not turn the movie or didn't make it, nigga, it, it ain't shit. It don't make no difference, man. The thing, like I said, we need to be checking out is, like Sister Camille said, why would Fox invest this money to put this shit on the screen, my nigga? If it was a real true win, what the fuck is really behind that shit? Just me seeing the trailers and doing the research on this dude and seeing these interviews, my conclusion was this shit is another Christianity propaganda push, man. At the end of the day, a nigga gonna say, see, with the power of Jesus, you can liberate yourself. You can do anything. That's what I got from the whole shit. And I ain't seen the movie yet. They ain't sure if I'm gonna peep it out. But that's what I got from it. With the power of Jesus, anything is motherfucking possible. And that's and, where and, and I, you, and see, and see, I can see how you would get that from the interview. But like I said, from seeing the movie, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm talking, I'm talking about some of the trailers with all this preaching going on. Just, hold on, man. I never got that feeling from the actual movie that this is what he was pushing. You know what I'm saying? Now, when Brother Born just broke that down, I said, yeah, I could agree with that because, damn, looking back, it probably did have a strong Christian theme in it. You know what I'm saying? But during watching the movie, I never felt like they was pushing Christianity on you. I felt like, like more like what the queen said. They was exposing that shit for what it was, my nigga. Goddamn me, something to keep us motherfucking me in, in motherfucking me uh, uh, docile. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 shit. You know, and I started seeing the under, underlying thing where he kept reverting back to his original African motherfucking me spirituality. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and goddamn, you see other goddamn revolutions, what did they do? They reverted back to their original African spirituality. Then they popped their whole ass shit out. You know what I'm saying? So so he might have said that in his interviews, and a lot of shit niggas say in their interviews, man, you just know they saying that shit, man, just to, just so the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? They, they just speaking to that audience, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nah, what I'm saying. I mean, because like saying. I said, this shit sounded like two different niggas. You can't know all that and then goddamn still yeah. talk that shit you talk right there. But whatever. What I'm saying is you know this, bro, Tito. When I peeped the trailers out, man, and he was doing he was doing a lot of preaching in them trailers, man. When I was watching the trailers for the movie, I'm like, God do you damn. Understand? And they, do you understand uh, marketing? Do you understand marketing, though? When you marketing I, the problem, my I'm nigga, showing, he's trying man. to get... But, but look, family, he's trying to market a movie, my nigga. When, when you're marketing a product, bro, you have to appeal to the masses. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting it. It's in that fucking Bible, bro. It wasn't even in Django, bro. Listen, listen. In Django, it wasn't that much motherfucking... That wasn't that much connection to the Bible and enslavement of our people. They didn't even really do that in Django, bro. So why was it so much of had to be a part of this Nat Turner flick. And like I said, motherfuckers know who Nat Turner is, man, and what he represents here, man. You know what I'm saying? Nick, the youth know about Nat, nigga. Nat Turner name gonna ring bells regardless if this movie never came out. And this is the funny part. This nigga talking about he never heard about Nat Turner till he was 21. But you knew, but and you, you once you got all the knowledge and shit about it, but you I, still. I, I, it, I, 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 I hate to, I hate to tell you, bro. That's the story of a lot of our, our young African brothers. That's the story of a lot of our young African brothers. And I think, I think, they don't goddamn, they don't. Cause why, my nigga, we been lied to our whole motherfucking life. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna take it that far, man. I go, what I would say is this: 
It's been so much Did you learn about shit. Nat Turner in public school? Man, Nat Turner name just I came up. I didn't. Not non-public school. I ain't hear a word about heard Nat Turner. I, I heard about Nat just as a young cat. And in the hood, little older niggas, little older than me, be like, nigga, I'm Nat Turner, your ass, this, that, and the other way. His name was ringing mm-hmm. bells as a revolutionary. That's, that's, what's that's what's up. But we stay, we in two different parts of the world, family. I can see how it would be like that out there. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand. No bro. doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Right? So, so I would tell you, like, nigga, come, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Coming up, you weren't hearing nothing about no goddamn Nat Turner. But you knew about Huey Tito, right? You heard about Huey Tito, right? Unless you was a nigga that went and found out for your goddamn self. You want to hear okay, listen, listen, listen to this. Listen to this, though. Hey, did you ever, a nigga ever mention Huey P to you? I know you heard about I, Black Panther when you was young. Me, of course, me, family. But I'm... It's like a special kind of nigga for us to even be on this line right now. That was motherfucking... Hold up, though. No, I'm saying, but I'm, so but I'm so saying so though, I'm saying this though, uh, bro, bro, so brother Tim. Me and you might have known him, my nigga. Me and you might have known him, my nigga. You feel me? But what, I'm talking about. But what I'm saying, I'm saying this though, when you was a young cat, brother Tim. But brother Tim, when you was a young cat, did you hear just like revolutionary names just from Nick motherfuckers in your community, people in your community, not necessarily Matt Turner. But I know you heard of like Hampton. You might have heard of, you know, yeah. Malcolm. Yeah, you, heard of, you heard of names, yeah, of course. Yeah. So the this, this shit was coming through on different free, even as a young cat outside of the school system, just in the community. Niggas, you know, our ancestors' name ring bells, but, man. But it's going to be That's us, my nigga. Like, man, these young, these these young youngsters know niggas. about Malcolm, I man. Can't these, see, I can't man. see what conversations was happening with the next motherfucker. Now you like, yeah, that's <laughs> a, but I come from that kind of family, though, bro. With them conversations, no doubt. normal. You know what I'm saying? But that, so, yeah, so uh-huh. that's difference, bro. That's different to every other normal motherfucking everyday motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But what, I, what, I, what I'm saying is this, Brother Tim. Just on the strength of being an African here in the motherfucking United Snakes behind enemy lines, certain revolutionary names is going to come across your radar just from being associated with our group of people, bro. Whether they was in movies about these niggas or not, these names are gonna come across. Malcolm's name, Malcolm's name. Malcolm's name. Not revolutionary family, bro. We got a lot of family. No, no, no. What I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. I, I hear you, brother Tim. What I'm saying is this. Just by the fact of being an African behind enemy lines, bro, you're gonna run into different people. It cross paths with people who's gonna bring certain types of ideologies, concepts, and names across your radar. You know what I'm saying? You're going to hear about Malcolm no matter what. The young blood in the hood, in the crack house, whatever, he's going to hear about Malcolm some way, somehow. Now, you know what I'm saying? Is you know is that going to take him right to Malcolm at that time? Maybe not. But as he progresses and goes through the struggles of being a, 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 a prisoner of war, he's going to hear, he's going to be like, damn, I heard about that when I was like 10. Let me st-. then boom, nigga, give him a book and he might be locked up. Nigga, get a book in the joint. Mm-hmm. That's like, how, oh, shit. That's how it happened too, man. It sparks <laughs> you, 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 you speak your tools, you know, it might not spark too late on. That's usually how it happened, you know what I'm saying? But but I'm also telling you too though, that no doubt. Uh, you know, I mean I'm out I'm out here, family, you know what I'm saying? Where where goddamn I mean, we got a big we got a large African centered community. But nigga it's man, 
so many millions of motherfuckers, man, out here that ain't thinking twice about that shit of niggas. You know what I'm saying? That ain't never even thought about that shit. Don't know not none of them niggas. We been miseducated, my nigga. Fucked up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, some of the smartest niggas out this motherfucker can't tell you about some of them names you just named, bro. No doubt, no doubt. And then, like I said, another danger is, okay, say they hear about Nat through this movie, and then they go to get the literature, and if the niggas ain't really no serious researcher, they come across some of the fuckery, like the confessions and that, and they be like, oh, shit. I saw, I saw the movie, read the book, man. Fuck that nigga, man. That nigga was a fag. He was this, he was that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that same thing happened with Malcolm, bro. That's the same shit happened, my nigga. That's the same shit, shit, shit could happen, bro. No what doubt, you, but, you, but, you, but that's what, go ahead. I, 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 just, I don't know, bro. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I, I, I mean. I feel what you're saying, big bro. you like, look, to see this movie allows people to get wind of some shit that they might never, ever even catch a motherfucking whiff of, man. Like, you like, gotta man, I, wish I, could, I wish I could explain to you the atmosphere in that motherfucking movie, bro. I wish I could just yeah. explain to you how the niggas in that motherfucker was, was, the atmosphere in this motherfucker, bro. Niggas will. No doubt, no doubt. Niggas, get, cut that cracker head off, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And that's exactly that was like a frustration release, nigga. Like, ooh, you know what? And that was it. It's interesting. Goddamn, my nigga, like, oh, like, goddamn, but it's, it's empowering because, goddamn, you never seen that shit before. You never seen no that doubt. Brother Tim, it's interesting you see that because yeah. he mentions how when he showed this film at the Cannes Festival and stuff, how the crackers all 90%. Stood up and gave a standing ovation. See, I don't know about that. Well, we have to say that, Brother Paul played it. Movie, so wait, I, wait, I, I, I ain't know. asking if, if you know we know about that or not. I'm just going by. We heard him say that out of his mouth from the interview that Brother Born played for us. Yeah, he said it was a 90% audience. 90% white audience stood up, and they was talking after the film. They went out, you know, they stood up, they clapped, they had conversations. Oh, it's exactly the oh, no, the, the crackers that were sitting no, I, I, I'm saying, you know, <laughs> the movie is designed, you know, it provokes just because that may have been how could I put it? A reaction that you see doesn't mean that there are other things that are being absorbed that are counterproductive, for lack of a better word. Like I said, I'm going to make it my business to see this, but I, I have to. I got to read. Thank goodness this book ain't that long, but I got to read this first because I, I do need to brush up. Then I'm going to watch this movie. And, you know, get back at it, you know, in terms of how I, I feel about it. But just based upon what y'all had said from, um, you know, there being a depiction of the Cracker Beach bitch being the one to teach him to read, that's just straight up fraudulent. Yeah. And that straight come from that racist Cracker, William Styron's Nat Turner confession that Dr. Clark and them wrote a book about chopping it up. And I'm curious. I'm curious. To this is mother and father who taught him. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, you, you feel have me? the position of him coming out the womb already being, uh, uh, having an acronym for uh, reading letters and shit because uh, the tradition has him seeing hieroglyphic symbols on, on tree leaves and shit and blood and shit like that. So I don't know if that was put in there either. See, Queen, whenever you go see that movie, pay attention to that person because I really don't even, I mean, I'm not into it like that. So I really don't even know, you know what I'm saying? I just, I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, I thought it was E5 at first, but, you know what I'm saying, I'm thinking that was a, he was initiated into the voodoo, so it had to be in the voodoo, the doom practice, but I don't know. Maybe somebody else see it, they can tell me better. You know what I'm saying, exactly what it was. But you know that it's not no goddamn Christianity, and as you know that it's African uh, in, in the region. You know what I'm saying? True. No doubt. Uh, it also can send a message, too, that our spirituality ain't as strong as the cracker beast made of bullshit called Christianity because that's what he holds as his shield, right? Mm-hmm. Is he spreading our African spirituality of Vodun with our people? Hell nah. That's not up to Is him. Is that to being betrayed? That's not up to him to spray. You feel me? No, but, but I'm saying, again, the messages that see, we got to talk about, what, would, what, what messages could be picked up from that? A message that well, could be well, picked well, up well, from well, that well, is that Christianity was stronger well, than well, our well, own well, African well, spirituality at the end of the day. Well, well, he was no, referring well, to African yeah, spirituality before he was going to um, knock them off. Okay. That's with the, um, I remember that part. Some of the images yeah, of the, um, I, I want to say, or even though it was Latino, the way he was um, in the makeup, whatever the makeup on his body, well, I'm not going to say makeup, the um, warrior paint, um, that was... I want to say he almost looked like an Orisha or, or, or unseen. Um, I'm not for sure which which one he was trying to depict. You know what I'm saying? But he was in the African warrior painted. And I also wanted to say that, um, I don't know, I know the crackers that was behind us a little. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Black power. Oh, could it be because of the energy that the family was giving off in that movie theater? Uh, it probably could have been because no, like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. y'all had it turned up, sis. Who was I say? Uh, <laughs> y'all had it turned up. I was sitting next to. She was going in. She was talking about slam out. Slam out. She kept hitting me on the leg, though, pointing, pointing, you know, she don't believe me, but she kept hitting me on, on my leg, you know, pointing behind us, talking about every man, every infant, woman, and child. They kill them all. See, that, that's black power, but that's, that's a sister that's already got her mind right coming in there seeing that. I say, I say, and that's what I have to remember, uh, Queen. That's what I have to remember, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody's mind is going to be able to know exactly what they're looking at. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, she was so letting them, everybody know in the movie theater what was real or not. She's like, that ain't happen, y'all. That and that's what has to happen. Black power to the queen. That's what has I to say, happen. I say black power. And that's why uh, I can't wait to watch this movie because, you know, if things that are not true, 
or that can be sourced back to that racist that was from his twisted imagination needs to be um, pointed out. Mm-hmm. It ain't taken away from the film being made and where positives can be gained from it. But like anything, you got to deal with the rip. That damn right. Just like how he tried, like the police said earlier, he tried to make the crack of bitch like she was goddamn me uh, sympathizing. You know what I'm saying? That, that's some true shit, man. That nigga did make her look like she was, you know what I'm saying, like she was goddamn me just in that turn of corner the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and, and that would have been so a critical some, part. It is some get the fuck out of here parts. You see what no I'm saying? Doubt. It is some no get doubt. the fuck out. I ain't gonna front like that shit, nigga. Y'all got damn one hundred with y'all with y'all uh, questions and y'all motherfucking me thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but I just, I just at the end good. of the day, I look at it from a form of I understand we in a war of propaganda. I mean, I understand we in a war. But propaganda is one of the main weapons used against us. That's what I meant to say. You know what I'm saying? And so, okay. if you know that's one of the way weapons used against you, then goddamn me, us as a people, we have to goddamn fight back with every form of propaganda we can. Motherfucking, I'll praise Emory Douglas. Emory Douglas, my nigga, would draw up the black the 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 pictures. My nigga, uh, just just all kind of crazy shit. Black Panthers killing crackers and shit, cut, cutting their heads out, just any kind of uh, uh, shit they niggas never seen. But it's not about the fact that goddamn me niggas never seen it before, that it's imaginary. It's the fact that goddamn you put it on the conscience. You put it on the conscience, my nigga. Now, now, now the whole goddamn me, you know what I'm saying? That's what the whole idea of a conscious community is, to, to raise the consciousness. And that's the first thing Huey P. News said. That's the first step to motherfucking revolution. Now, I got to agree with him. Because if the motherfuckers don't understand that a revolution has to happen, ain't no way you're going to get a revolution. So the first step has to be to raise the consciousness. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'm, and this movie I'm, did a great goddamn job of that. Just raising the consciousness of who our ancestor was. You know what I'm saying? The greatness that he fought for, my nigga, and that he bust these motherfucking crackers aside their motherfucking head, nigga. Shit. And he showed it graphically, nigga. Stumping they bitch ass out. You know what I'm talking about? Shay. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I got I got to see the flick, man. I ain't going to jump no bandwagons because I just seen some nice little flicks already. But I want to see the flick, and then I give a proper critique. But um, I just, you know what I'm saying? I, I just want, I'm going to see the flick first. But also, I wanted to say this too, Brother Tim, and to the family. You have to understand, they know that, you know what I'm saying, we at that boiling point, nigga, where we ready to fuck some shit up. Not only ready to, we've been fucking shit up. That's so this right. also That's was a right. propaganda flick to also let some steam up out the motherfucking move because you see this shit happen on screen sometimes. And you get that vicarious experience living through what this motherfucking Tom nigga did on the screen and don't think, well, okay, when you come up out of there, nigga, you might have to be busting some heads. Not no might. You're going to have to be busting some heads as well. And if your enemy can sit comfortably in that flick, you know what I'm saying, y'all got him up out of there because I, I just know how y'all was handling it. But if they can sit in there like in Django, motherfuckers in there laughing and 
nigga, nigga, nigga everywhere and shit. That means, you know, that like Carly said, yo, no real serious black movie, Cracker should be uncomfortable the whole That's goddamn right. time. You feel me? That's if they comfortable right. enough to come out there smiling and hugging and motherfucker, well, let's let's tell you right this, though. Yeah. This, though. Do we have one of those? Do we have <laughs> one of those? You see what I'm saying? We don't have one yeah, motherfucking we, movie. Yeah, we can we do. You must don't remember how Sankofa ended. No, I know Sankofa, but I'm speaking of, you know what I'm saying, box, box office type. Like Sankofa down here only showed it one movie at one time. But Sankofa wasn't, Sankofa didn't have the Cracker Beast money. It didn't have Fox Studio money like this brother did. It I didn't have it. a half-orange Jewish motherfucker who, uh, the elder brother who name I can't think of right now, who um wrote the movie and, and shot it, you know, directed it. Um, you know he didn't have, didn't he couldn't walk clean. up to that Jew party like that brother did. You know what else they didn't have? They didn't have, he didn't have the support of the black community, my nigga. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? The man got damn went poor behind the motherfucking movie, man. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But I, yeah, like, I had some. I know that I, much. But I do, I do thank you, thank him for, for bringing us the movie because I show it to my family. I show it to family and friends, and it gives me an excellent chance to break down the shit that was happening. The horror of horrors that you speak of, Queen. You know what I'm saying? Movie. You gotta take all of them all of them advantages to goddamn speak your propaganda. That's what we come in. That's what I said earlier. That's what we come in. We 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 show we show them. You said that. Okay, you said, man. You know that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Ooh, but then you can goddamn oh, 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 get them ready. You know what I'm saying? Whoop them in the shape quick. Because why? What the brother said earlier. You learn so quickly visually. And the shit remains, retains, the information retains when you see it. That could be dangerous, though, too, like you explained earlier, though. That could be dangerous. I have to, like I said, Ken, you, the queen of Brother Bourne, can speak on the movie because you actually seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay? I cannot. I have to wait till I watch the movie and then speak on it from that standpoint. You know, am I happy any time there's a movie where our people are killing the cracker? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I say. I say. That's what but I, I also say. know every movie that I done seen except for Sankofa, where I see them act as also a false level of humanity that the Cracker Beast is given in these movies. And that was not there, you know. I don't get to see my people uh, in the the true rags that they were wearing and how, you know, they was living. Well, Corey, you're not going to see, you're going to be disappointed in this, nigga. You're going to get that same
to say, like, you know, we good now. Thanks to Nat Turner, we got our liberation today that we enjoy at another quote from the brother in that interview. You know, at the same time, you're acknowledging how black men are being murdered in the street today. Today. So, you know, it's that cognitive dissonance that he say we all suffer from that I heard in his interview, you know, that, that he suffers from as well, you know. And so we, we going to see because I don't know how revolutionary this movie could be if he's saying that this movie is to bring healing to America and progress, to help in our progress. So I, I, I don't know, you know, I got to see. I got to see. Okay, I was just going to speak on my uh, my favorite part of the movie. It's when he goes to his mama and his wife and tell them that he's killing crackers. And when you hear they respond, that's my motherfucking favorite part. I ain't going to say nothing. You're going to go watch it tomorrow, but. They respond. That's shade. Now, see, that sounds like a positive that we our people need to hear. That's shade. Oh, shit, I was in there stomping and yelling. <laughs> and, I mean, to me, you know what I'm saying? I say, shoot, there's a lot of bullshit in there, but, you know, and we know it's a lot of it is not historically accurate and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I just feel like it did drop a lot of gems in there, man. And it's a lot of shit that we as revolutionaries, man, is like an alley-oop for us. You know what I'm saying? We have to take full advantage, nigga. And goddamn DeAndre Jordan dunked that motherfucker. Shaquille O'Neal catch that motherfucker off the backboard. You know what I'm saying? And we can use the movie to bring in so many, to bring in so many, you know what I'm saying, to make make knowledge born to so many motherfucking me, uh, young revolutionaries. You know what I'm saying? Because like I say, man, the visual, the visual is enough for you to goddamn take it from there. You know what I'm saying? And that's all we, that's all we need. You feel me? I ain't going to say it's all we need, not like that, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Like, that's all we need for us to be able to come in. Now we can, you know, do some dunk contest shit off the backboard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Soon, show these niggas how it really go down. Explain to them that that war has never ended. It will be easy for you to explain to them. After, you, after they see that, it's even easier for, them, for you to explain that to them. And for and, and you know what I'm saying? Turn around, open your eyes, brother. Look around, see what you see. But you, you, you know what I'm you saying? On, you on deck from saying the part like for 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 our people's you know to be able to see certain aspects of that shit on the on the main screen like that. But when when not having no visuals to see the most of the shit like you said most of the shit you see be some fuckery. For them to be able to get a, a certain depiction, it's gonna leave. 
it's gonna leave a positive residue. You know what I'm saying? I can understand. Right. I understand where you're coming from. No matter that what, the vibration on another. I think one thing the queen said was true that that they they tapped out for the energy of what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. You know the times. You know the feeling of the people. That's the only kind of movie you can put out that has to do with slavery. Give a fuck, nigga. You see the drop go dry, nigga. Shit ain't selling. We ain't going to see no more shit where we were doing nothing. We got all these books and all this information today that showed us we fought back many times, nigga. You feel me? No doubt. They know like, that. Uh, the queen said it. She's like, anytime you can, you can throw them visuals where, 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 where you got our people's killing crackers, slicing and dicing up some crackers. That's always going to be a plus. No matter what, you know, whatever happened, but you know, once that come up, that's a plus. And say, like I said, look, whatever I said earlier that I would have my kid, well, I would show it to the babies. That was the main reason. Was just because of that reason right there, bro. No doubt. They got to see that. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that worries me about this movie, I ain't gonna say the only thing, but one of the visuals that worries (laughs) me the most is. The portrayal of that motherfucking crack of bitch. That shit yeah. right there eggs me. That right there has really been egging me. You know, because I don't want our people to get the wrong impression. You know what I'm saying? I'll for her, her role in maintaining our uh, enslavement. Because she played a major role. Because I felt she like if she was our sympathizer, our true sympathizer, that she would have cut her husband's neck in his motherfucking sleep. But she didn't. Uh, she was too busy getting the mandingos out the, cab, out the cabin, man. And that's one of the things that gets slept on. As much as the white man had his lust for the African queen, the white woman had her lust for the African king, making him do shit to her that she knows she could never have. Her white man couldn't do if it was ten of them. On her. Yeah, she was basically raping. Yeah, she was raping the fuck out of out of her king. You don't do right. it. I'm gonna go tell him you you did this to me. And you know what I'm saying? And the vibration she got, she was hooked on that shit. To this day, that's what we're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I even talked to an older sister. Her son was with a uh, cracker beast bitch. And she said, well, I said, that, did that bother you? She said, yeah, it do. She said, well, after he had had, like, one baby with her, uh, the motherfucker would tell her, tell his son, if she, if he tried to leave or whatever, you know what I'm saying, she was gone. I mean, basically, boom, the nigga, he, would, he raped me, he beat me. And she was gone pretty much, you know, she was holding her ass hostage so the nigga just, yeah, settle, settle shop with her and just talk, put the ring on it or whatever the fuck. But she was like, that was, she never even raised him like that. She don't even understand how that motherfucker ended up with the cracker beast bitch. He said, she said, she don't even talk to the bitch. If she got something to say, she send it to her through her son and he related shit. But a lot of things still in play. But I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, fam. I'm going to check the shit out this weekend, though. I might not go pay to see that shit. I might get the bootleg off of Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? Man, you know how we do it, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? 
He ain't exempt from the boot. He ain't exempt from the boot. One thing he ain't exempt from is the boot leg, nigga. Nigga, stop that in your motherfucking ass, nigga. Like power on that shit. So you know niggas got the fire shit. Nigga, 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 got, nigga, got thousand ways to watch that shit without going to death. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we just said we're going to go in. We're going to go in the movie this year. Yeah, no doubt. It's black power on everything. But yeah, keep your eye on this Nate, this Nate Parker nigga, man. This fake Parker, man. I, I don't, keep your eye on this nigga, man. Man, I say, I say, man, niggas shouldn't expect shit from that nigga. This nigga probably going to come out with some bullshit-ass movie next. It's going to be on some intermarriage shit. That nigga's going to be up and roar. Well, we should already expect the hell-ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we fall in love with the persons too much. Fuck all that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We, we respect your work you done right here, nigga. We don't, nigga, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. That's how it got to be, bro, because otherwise you get let down every time, bro. You let down that time, my nigga. There's also a pattern um, when you have uh, an African that um, is serious about um, our liberation and our story and put that time into it. Um, they don't get that uh, Hollywood budget to make their movie. Not at all. You know, yeah, the only ones that seem to get it are the type that we see here now, you know, even with Django, the the realness that you may have felt about it in terms of historical accuracy come from the brother, uh, one of the Hutlands, if I'm saying his last name right, um, I think it was Reginald. They were the brothers who, you know, had the relationship with BET. They did um, Bebe's Kids, and mm-hmm. he did... Um, was the joint that Brother Born, I mean, Brother Mikarov, the Black Panther on BET. Mm-hmm. So he is the mm-hmm. one who um, helped with the screenplay and in terms of, like, the torture devices that were actually used that were in Django. He's the one who put that there for the uh, Cracker Beast Jew, Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. But you have those types. You know, you won't find somebody like, why can I not think of the brother's name right now? So Is that Van Peebles you talking about, Sid? No, nah, the brother who did okay. Sankofa. Uh, okay. Somebody. Uh, who... um, man, God damn. Shit. We was just talking about that brother the other day, too, man. Talking about, because he was, he was telling the story, that tell the story of him and his wife. You know what I'm saying? But they 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 won't get that Hollywood budget in the first damn place. Right on. Hey, hey, Jerima. I might be saying his name wrong, but you know what I'm talking about. Holly Jerima. Yeah, no doubt. 
But you write, sis, why now? How this dude get it out of all the shit that's been coming? How they give it to this cat? You know what I'm saying? I'm not Even saying the, that, brother. You know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying I, that I, I'm, the, the, those movies that are made like that are normally made by those who um, are not serious about our liberation. For example, Alex Haley, was he serious about our liberation? Hell no. Exactly. <laughs> but they made a series out of it. They said he was against everything that goddamn Malcolm uh, stood for. Yeah, I got a nice little Malcolm quote here. They just said Malcolm, Malcolm just said he respected the fact that he gave him a, a, a fair chance to tell his story fully. But he knew that nigga was a, was a goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Other side nigga. All right, let me let me hit this back on quote. Um, I've never seen a sincere white man, not when it comes to helping black people. Usually things like this are done by white people to benefit themselves. The white man's primary interest is not to elevate the thinking of black people or to waken black people or white people either. The white man is interested in the black man only to the extent that the black man is of use to him. The white man's interest is to make money to exploit. That's our great ancestor. Black power. Black power. That's what it pretty much boiled down to. And he said all them investors made triple they they made triple the amount of money that they put in. Yeah. They all tripled up on they shit. But when you talk about them investors, you know, he named a couple of them. He said Tony Parker. Uh, Tony uh, Parker, Mike, Michael Finley, Michael and Finley. Uh, Derek Brooks. I think he mentioned yeah. Aaron Brooks, but he said Derek, sound like he said Derek Brooks. Yeah, a couple I mean, of basketball. I, I would say, you know what I'm saying, to them brothers, you know, I took my hat to, I mean, say, man, uh-huh. man, look, man. Motherfuckers ain't trying to, you see, you see, we sitting here talking about us putting our own stories together, man, and we've been talking about that shit as a people for how long, how many that happened since then, two, come on, my nigga, you feel me, we, we moving at a slow pace on that shit, you know what I'm talking about? But that ain't the most important thing to me, brother Tim, I mean... I bring, I deal with it in contrast to all that is put out that is of the cracker beast. But I understand I'm in their society, so those numbers are reflective of the reality of the society in which I live in. So I'm not surprised by that. Mm-hmm. So the few that do come out, I have high expectations. I can't help but to have that, knowing that, um, like, for example, I won't see an African uh, in the role of Imhotep, you know. I won't see a fantasy of an African child with supernatural powers in the time period of ancient Egypt or in modern-day time. 
you know, going back to a, a shit. It, 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 it could be the 1400s. Oh. You know, uh, in the Congo somewhere, doing mystical fly shit. I'm 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 not going to see that. Mm. I haven't seen it. I don't expect to see it. I but see. when I do get those rare things, I I am going to have high expectations, and so. When the brother told me he didn't show uh, the ancestors historically and rightfully killing white babies and the cracker bees, that's troubling. Because being a prisoner of war, being a child slave, killing white babies and the white cracker bees, bitch, it should be the natural thing, knowing how they even did jokes. I see. It's retarded for you not to behave that way. And and my thing is too, did he did he choose not to show that, or was that part of the bargaining between him and the financers? I would okay, say probably ninety percent, ninety nine percent. Point five, nigga. That was a goddamn compromise. And we should know, we should understand that. We should know that and already expect that. See what I'm saying? Like some of these things with these movies, man, we got to already know where we stand with these motherfuckers. We got to already know what to expect. We got to use them for our advantage only. You know what I'm saying? I would say, that's my opinion. Don't, Don't let me say what we should do or don't. I don't like to do that. But I would say my opinion, nigga, is we should already expect this shit to be some, some sprinkled-ass bullshit. They, they, you know they're going to goddamn me no water this shit down. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's put out by us, and not only by us, but us that financed by us and not by, by us. Unless it's like that, we got to expect this water down. So then the next point is, okay, we're down. You know, you know, motherfuckers still gonna watch movies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas ain't gonna stop watching movies. You know, niggas ain't gonna not go see it because you know what I'm saying it's not historically accurate. You know what I'm <laughs> so shit, well, you know that. Well, goddamn, how can I goddamn me use it? We we know we at war. How can I use this shit for for our for our for our liberation? That should be the only question. We gotta already know these directors, these financiers, they don't mean us no good else. They wanna finance bullshit shit that show us a negative light. Make they do that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? So so we can't we shouldn't even expect that shit from these motherfuckers. We already know we stand with these motherfuckers. Every day we when we come and meet feet on the ground, we explain to the family the atrocities, the motherfucking conditions they done placed us in. We, 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 we explain to the family our, our position when it comes to this motherfucking cracker every day. So we got, so knowing that, nigga, the next thing has to be, well, everything we got down you to, you know what I'm saying, 
everything we can use as a tool for our liberal, for our side, nigga, we rocking. If that nigga already done seen that movie, we need to be explaining why that motherfucking shit, what parts was alive, what parts we can go in deeper with you, depending on who the person is. You know how it is, depending on how the conversation goes. Nigga might end up in the motherfucker. Oh, goddamn, nigga. Uh, nigga might say, damn, what was niggas doing before? Well, damn, if you remember that part in the, you know, Brother Micker, I do it all the time. You remember that part in the goddamn Nat Turner movie where they was, ooh, 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 and, you, and then, bam, that sparked the mind. It don't got to be about all the other bullshit in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a black song. All right, fam. I got to make some moves here early in the morning. So I'm going to fall back. It was a beautiful building, though. Already, I say, it. man. I'm getting out there, too, man. Y'all peace to the family. All right, Black peace, man. Black power. Black power. Brother Lauren, you out here? I don't know. We probably fell asleep. <laughs> Black power to Brother Lauren. You know what I'm saying? Doing it. <laughs> we gonna we gonna end it like like, like the family. You know what I'm saying? Uh, praise praise Nathan Turner. Glory to Harvey. Our praise to the Doctor Kali Muhammad. Doctor Kali Muhammad. Praise, praise, uh, praise Harriet Tubman. Glory uh, to Ida well. be well. Our praises to the to Fannie Lou Hamer, Black Power, B48.
Oh, well. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.